The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A uh, lot to discuss today. It was yeah, it's kind of an eventful weekend. Um, we found out that this could be the last election ever. Oh boy! Yeah, it's uh, it's chilling. But David Hogg tweeted out yesterday afternoon. Uh, after earlier in the day insinuating that all the National Rifle Association's 2016 political spending money came from Russia, uh, he encouraged people to vote with a stark warning. Quote, these midterms could be the last election of our lifetime. Vote, he wrote. Unquote. He didn't elaborate on why It could be our last election, although a Washington Post poll came out last week, showed a majority of Republicans answered yes to the question. If Donald Trump were to say that the 2020 presidential election should be postponed until the country can make sure that only eligible American citizens can vote, would you support or oppose postponing the election? Uh, I don't, it doesn't say how that poll came out. I would hope. People said, no, I wouldn't support that. There's no evidence that Trump has any such plan, of course. Or, and there's certainly no, he has no power to do that. Earlier in the day, uh, Hogg taunted Senator Marco Rubio, claiming the NRA is a Kremlin money laundering front. In response to a tweet by CNN's Jake Tapper about Rubio denouncing the Kremlin on his show, Hogg replied... I find it just hilarious that he says he takes money from the NRA because they agree with his agenda. My question is, does that include Russia giving $30 million to the NRA to give Trump? Um, hmm. By the way, there's, there's no information that Russia has given $30 million to the NRA. That represents the entire amount the NRA spent to help elect Trump. $30 million. So, I guess all of that came from Russia? Of course, there's no proof of any kind of Russian donation (laughs) beyond what the NRA has publicly acknowledged uh, that since 2015, they've received about $2,500 from people associated with Russian addresses. Mm. So, not the $30 from Russia? No. And that includes U.S. citizens living in... In Russia. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what Russia's best interest is, is to make sure that the NRA, the NRA you know, the gun lobby that ensures that Americans everywhere are, are, armed. are armed for them when yeah, they arrive. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that, that seems to be, that fits right in with their agenda. What? <laughs> just so asinine. Oh, good gosh, it can't 
get any more stupid, can it? And be then careful. just when you think it can't, it mm -hmm. does. Exactly. That's where I need you to be it careful. It somehow <laughs> does get more stupid. Yes. This is why 18-year-olds should not be put in charge of things. This is why it is not good that he's so involved in the process. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't understand anything. Wow. Yeah, that's that makes perfect sense that the Russians are funding the NRA just to make sure that the 330 million weapons we have already uh, continue to be held by Americans. And maybe we increase that amount. Like he said, that's perfect for when they ever would invade the United States. Because I'm sure that those guns will be their friends at that particular point. <laughs> yeah. It's ludicrous. How is it even possible? And so many people listen to him and, and follow him. And I don't know. He's got upwards of a million followers on Twitter now. Ridiculous. <sighs> but okay. Whatever. Keep following him down these roads. These little conspiracy uh, theories of his. But I guess he's immune to being called um, a conspiracy theorist. This might be our last election based on what? Come on now. This is not going to be the last election. And we tried to tell people that when it was Barack Obama. The 2016 election is not going to happen. He's not. It's not going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. He can't stop it. No, that's that's why we're fighting against him so hard. That's why we got to prove he's a Muslim. That's we, we got to prove he's he wasn't born here because he's there's not going to be a 2016 election. Okay, there was a 2016 election. There will be a midterm election. There will be a 2020 <laughs> election and a 2022 and a 2024. It will continue to happen, and every year there will be local elections. Seems like every 15 minutes there's a local election in my town. Mm-hmm. I can't get away from the elections. There's so many elections. I'm like, this guy's running again? What? Good gosh. What does he have, a 15-minute term? Is your town like <clears throat> mine where nobody runs opposed? Everybody's unopposed in my happy little town. Ah, nice. It's very aggravating. No, they're, they're all pretty opposed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just keep coming up for election, though. I, I, the term must be a year because it seems like we vote all the time. You know, All the time. Maybe some of your uh, office holders could move to my town, and because um, mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's plenty of open spots on the ballot. Just just send them on over. I mean, everybody else is moving to my town, so you might as well send them as well, Pat. Are they? Is there a little popula population explosion going on there? Oh. Your little hamlet. Oh, is there? Mm. It's because members run unopposed there, and so <laughs> <laughs> things happen. Things are approved. But anyway. So okay. get involved. That's the message. Get, get involved, involved on the local level. Unless you're 18, then don't. Unless you Please have a don't. Job and then don't. You know. If if you're a teenager, don't. Wait till your brain matures. Wait till it completely forms. Wait till you're able to have I don't know sense and reason. Then you can. All right. Now there's a lot of kids who've been homeschooled or just taught well by their parents and have resisted the propaganda from you can you can go ahead and vote too. When you're 18, all right? Otherwise, wait till you're 35. David Hogg, for instance, should wait till he's 35. Uh, north? 45. Six, a little higher. Six, 65. Let's, let's go higher. 80, 85. I'll consider it at mm -hmm. 85 for David Hogg to be allowed to vote. 
888-900-3393. Also, there seems to be a little trouble uh, brewing with Iran. Um, there, there was a an interesting exchange between Iranian President Hassan Rouhani and uh, President Trump over the weekend. Rouhani on Sunday night uh, was warned by Donald Trump of the consequences should he ever threaten the United States again. Now, I'm not sure where the threat began. I, I've, I missed the original threat, I think, because Trump tweeted out to Iranian President Rouhani, and then in all caps. So remember, he's screaming all of this. Never, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. So, um, is this the original tweet? His comments were apparently a response to an... Okay, so so it was initially... Because I thought that the mother of all wars thing came after this. Apparently not. It's a response to earlier remarks by Iran, Iran's President Rouhani, who warned that the U.S. warned the U.S. that war with Tehran would be the mother of all wars. Yeah, so, is this, is this, so are we updating it now? We've got two mothers of all wars, or is well, this... we've already had the first mother of all wars okay. turned out not to even be the second cousin twice removed nice. of all wars. It, it was like, I think it was a third cousin of all wars. Huh. And uh like one you've never met. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, you didn't even know this cousin. <laughs> Just showed up at the so, buffet. Mm-hmm. The- You're like, what do you who are you? What uh-huh. do, why are you here? Well, I'm a distant relative war. Okay, well. Whose side of the family? Uh it's nobody even knows. Smith? No one even knows. Just say Smith. Well, the Smith side, you know. Right. <laughs> Ruani warned Trump not to play with the lion's tail because you will regret it eternally. <laughs> He also held out the possibility of a peaceful relationship with the U.S. in remarks reported by Iranian state media. So it could either be the mother of all peace or it can be the mother of all war with Iran. Just so you know. Okay. All right. And I just, I don't know. Is this the right way to handle uh, Rouhani and the uh, Iranian regime? I maybe he kind of handled uh you know Kim Jong Un this way throwing threats right back in his face and telling him that you know we'll we'll just we could destroy your nation and that's kind of what he's telling Iran here and it's it's true of course if we use the full force uh, and might of the US military which we never do never we never do even i mean look You'd think after 9-11, we might have unleashed the entirety of our forces. No. Not even after that. Not even then. It seems like every night we were waiting for... And we were promised, too, yep. if you remember right. Oh, it's going to be shock and awe. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. And it's like, I'm not shocked, Mm-mm. and I'm... Are you in awe? Not in awe. You're not in awe either? So, not huh. sure what you meant by that, but okay. Now, if you did unleash that full fury... You know, there's going to be some unintended casualties. It's That's the way with war. So we can't do that anymore because, uh, you know, there's all hell to pay if you accidentally kill somebody who wasn't supposed to be killed. 
It's not like World War II anymore. How many, you know, more civilians than military died in World War II? So it can't be fought that way anymore, I guess. And uh, so I don't know if this is the right way to go about uh, dealing with Iran, if they understand the strength and the threat, and it's right back in your face. We've certainly tried it the other way for for a long time. Barack Obama, I mean, even Bush, certainly Clinton, they, they've all dealt delicately with Iran. And maybe this will work. I don't know. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Let me tell you about Spymaster. It's this summer's must-read thriller from number one New York Times bestseller, Brad Thor. Uh, a rumor, a remote cabin in Norway, and an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath and his mission is one of the deadliest he's ever undertaken. The Real Book Spy says Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books and it's the most gripping novel of Brad Thor's iconic career. That's, that's saying a lot. The Washington Post declares... Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War-era evil empire hell-bent on reconquering its former territory. So in Spymaster, Scott Harvath proves more cunning, more dangerous, and more lethal than ever before. You know Brad's work. You know it's great. You know it's riveting every single time. And this is one of his best efforts ever. Read Spymaster by Brad Thor. It's on sale now wherever books are sold. You are listening to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Someone has done something politically incorrect, and now they must pay. Now they must be shamed, beaten, and uh, shunned from the rest of society. And this happened right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Carrollton. North Texas Lawn Mowing Company is under fire after an old sample business card resurfaced. Okay, They don't even use this anymore. The controversial message has angered some people. Hmm. Oh, no. Well, you got to act immediately if someone's Well, you do. And, you know, I don't care if it's their current business card. I don't care if they don't use it. I don't care if they thought the better of it and uh, stopped using it. Yep. They still must pay the heavy price. Okay. Jeff Hinkle is the owner of MoMasters Lawn Mowing Service. He says the card in question was a sample card from three years ago. But Fonzie Guzman saw the card on social media. Oh, no. Hmm. I was upset at first, but once I broke it down, I thought, I feel bad for this guy, according to Guzman. Here's what it says. I mean, hang on to your seat. Oh, no. So Make sure you're sitting. Sit down. What if they're eating lunch right now? It's going to blow your lunch up. It will blow your lunch up. Okay. Uh, It says, I'm quoting now, don't, don't. Blame me for yeah, this. Don't blame Pat. He's I'm, just reading I'm just something. reading the card. It says okay. American owned. 
Oh, no. Then, goes okay. even further. I'm already offended. Your alternative to illegal lawn services. <laughs> Taking back Carrollton one lawn at a time. <laughs> oh, do they, do they, does this landscaping firm, mm. do they build walls, too, like around the property? Well, they're, they're building uh, metaphoric walls. We know that. And those hurt more than They hurt more real, than real tangible walls. Tangible walls. Yes, they do. Yes. Hmm. Again, let me tell you what it says. Yeah, because again. Because this got to sink in. <laughs> American owned. And as if that weren't enough, and That's, frankly, that is. That Just is. leave it at that Thank and you're you. fine, Thank I think. You. It's American owned. Mm-hmm. Your alternative to eagle, illegal lawn services taking back Carrollton one lawn at a time. <laughs> Who took it? Nobody from, nobody took Carrollton, maintains Guzman. Um, so <laughs> one of the company's trucks, apparently, and uh Three of Hinkle's employees say they are Mexican, which is interesting. (laughs) Now, are they legally here, though? They could be Mexican and still be here legally. Sure. That is possible. That's a thing. That is a thing. Seriously. You wouldn't think it's a thing anymore, but it is actually a thing. You can be from Mexico in the United States and still be legal. There is a process that you go through. And if you've gone through that process, welcome to America. It's great to have you here. So Hinkle wouldn't go on camera, but he sent out a statement that says many many card samples were made up to determine which wording would be used to let customers know there are legitimate, honest, tax-paying lawn services with excellent credentials and verifiable backgrounds. <laughs> Another photo shows the slogan on one of the company's work trucks. We don't know the date it was taken, but it shows the message on more than a sample card. Um, and apparently it says, uh, hmm, hmm. I don't know. It says momasters.com is all it says here. Carrollton's original lawn service. God bless America. How dare you say that? You can't be doing that. How dare you say Not that? Not in America. You cannot say God it bless America It actually says God bless America. How dare you? <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm embarrassed for this guy, quite frankly. Oh, man. <laughs> it's I so mean, ridiculous. Remember how you said when you started the show, you were like, uh, you know, it's something to the effect of, it's just so ridiculous. Everything's mm-hmm. so crazy. It can't get any crazier than this. And then it does. And then you just keep reading the news. And, and then it does. You see that uh, mm-hmm. you set the trap for yourself. <laughs> Guzman says, uh, I don't wish bad upon him, but at, but at the same time. Be careful how you promote your business. I hope his business grows, but doing it the right way, not shaming other people's businesses or their background. Is there a market for this, especially in Texas or Arizona, California, New Mexico? Is there a market to say, look, uh, all of my employees are legal. It might cost a little bit more because they're all legally here. They're not all citizens, maybe, but they're all here legally. And I, I painstakingly take the time to make sure that's the case. Now, others are hiring people and they don't care. They don't care. And if that's okay with you, fine. Is there not a way to get that across to people to, to just say uh, these are all legal citizens or these are all legal residents at least i don't know i don't know maybe that's not a thing anymore maybe you can't even 
Maybe was, you can't say it. What was that quote you said? The Guzman quote. What did he say? Um, you can promote your business, but what was it? Uh, he said something to the effect of, "I hope his business grows, but doing it do it the right way, not shaming other people's businesses or background." Okay, I don't think there was any shame there. He was just saying that, hey, you know what? We follow mm-hmm. the law here. So if you're shamed by this guy pointing out that he follows the law, then that's on you, man. Yeah. Does it does it make me a hater to to want to reward people for doing it the right way? I. I don't know. I maybe I don't know. Um, he he puts on his business card. So it's got MoMasters.com, Carrollton's original lawn service, high business standards, follow tax laws, um, ethics, ratings and reviews. Employees are crime and drug free. We are insured. Is there anything wrong with that? Is he saying, know. hey, the other guys use illegal aliens to mow your lawn? He's well, not saying that, but you know it's true. Your kids. You don't know their background. You know oh. it's true. American owned. <laughs> and then underneath, your alternative to illegal lawn services. And then the phone number of the business. I don't know. It's a big deal. And... People, he's probably going to be drummed out of business. He, he'll probably not have a business any longer after um, a week or two of this. He's just going to get bludgeoned. You know he is. You know what? It's going to get to the point where people just completely, and we've already seen this here and there with some reporters uh, disengaging <clears throat> from Twitter for a while. Ben Sass took seven months off of Twitter. Um, people are just going to get tired of mm-hmm. being painted this way. We saw it over yep. the weekend with, you know, Shapiro and the gun and all that other good stuff uh, uh, and Mark Duplass. And, and it's like, you know, we're just going to isolate ourselves more and more. So this social mm-hmm. media thing is just going to begin to draw itself in because people are tired of being, having themselves defined by everybody else, people that have never met you. And I mean, I, I, I tweet as well. So I run the risk as well. And uh, my goodness, if you just get some tweets from this weekend from me, uh, you know, at the Blaze Keith, I'm sure you could paint me into. Actually, I just painted myself with my tweets this weekend. But uh, I'm just, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so easy to to manipulate oh, this yeah. information that's out there. Mm-hmm. Can we not just treat each other with just a little bit of decency? I swear. Just why everybody wants to be offended and they want to point out every minute possible fault of everyone else, and it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where we are in the social media realm, and everybody because everybody can do all this stuff anonymously. Uh, they just bludgeon you until you, you can't handle it anymore, uh, and it's sad. It's really sad that we have to be this careful in our society. Is that a good thing that we're so afraid to say anything anymore that you you can't even say? Look, we're we're proud to be American owned. And I'm proud that I go the extra mile to ensure that all of my employees are legal residents of this country. What's wrong with that? Other, other companies, obviously, we all know this. We all know it's true. Other companies are not doing that. And why? Because they say they can't. Yeah, there's no way. We can't do it in the lawn business. Well, here's a guy trying to do it, apparently. But he's going to be put out of business for it, I'll bet you. It's just really sad. It's really too bad. 888-900-3393. Glenn and Tanya started real estate agents I trust years ago because they were really frustrated when they tried to sell their house in Connecticut. And um, it took years, literally years. And then they lost all kinds of money on it. 
And it was a lot of it was because they didn't have a realtor that they were on the same page with. So they thought, well, how can we how can we make this better, a better experience for others? What if we really qualify agents and come up with a network of them across the country where you know, we find out what kind of people they are, what's what's their marketing plan, what kind of results do they get for their clients and they're fans of the show. So at least you've got that going in. You know that you share, generally speaking, the same principles and values, and you can relate to each other on that level. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want to sell your house fast, and of course you do, and you want to get the most money out of it, or if you're looking to buy, we will introduce you to the best agent in your town. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, Pat unleashed our struggling Lumbi tweets <laughs> in response to uh, Fonzie Guzman, who's pissed off by the by the business card of the guy who tries to hire American employees for his lawn care service. Uh, hey, Fonzie, show me on the doll where this sample business card hurt you. <laughs> so great! That is so funny, man. Show us on the doll. Where it hurt you, because it's really sad. Uh, <laughs> it would be nice if we could go back to that, wouldn't it? You know, sticks and stones break my bones, but names don't hurt me. It, we're, it's the opposite of that now. We're pretty much at the opposite of that. Um, by the way, the news and why it matters <clears throat> is now available for free everywhere podcasts are found. Oh. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Snap. Snapchat voice thing. Snapchat voice thing? Mm-hmm. The Snapchat voice thing. You, you have know, the Snapchat the, voice thing app? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Of course. Huh. And uh, okay. Insta service <laughs> is, is available too. I got to start listening mm-hmm. to the show on Insta service. Please. Yeah, it's, it sounds even better on Insta service. I don't know why. It just like it's does. It's clearer, like higher mm-hmm. fidelity on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's high five. When you download it on Insta they service. They made a big deal when they, when they invented the app. Insta service that it was hi-fi. So <laughs> it's not HD, it's hi-fi. Okay. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> High fidelity. Ah, so great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh also apparently hmm. Jake Tapper is sold on the fact that uh Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Cause it is. It's not, and you know it. You guys didn't let me make the case when you were talking about it last week. He, uh, Jake Tapper tweeted out, this guy wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of important. Oh, who's he talking and about? And he's pointing to Stephen E. D'Souza. Oh. Stephen E. D'Souza says, and he's apparently the writer of right. Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, put that in your pipe. Just because you say something is a Christmas movie <laughs> doesn't make it a but Christmas movie. But he's the movie. writer. You got, you got to make it a Christmas movie if you're going to write a Christmas movie. 
That's not a Christmas movie. Ah, there's Christmas decorations in it. <laughs> yes, there there's are. There's Christmas songs. Now, Stephen a- wants it to be a Christmas movie. Christmas Why? Party. Because he probably gets a residual every time it plays on TV and yeah. uh, at a theater and wherever else it plays. And so if it's a Christmas movie, it's going to play every year, mm-hmm. multiple times. <laughs> yeah, nice try, Stephen D'Souza. Shut up. It's not a Christmas movie. <sighs> I know people swear by it, though. I don't understand. If if terrorists are involved, and that's the main plot, Okay, I, you're not a Christmas movie. At a Christmas party. They were at a Christmas party. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I do know that. You don't, you don't seize yeah. control of all these people <clears throat> and take them as hostages if there's no, if there's no Christmas, Christmas party. party. Right. So. They would have already been home. Yeah. Then, I mean. Actually who? celebrating Christmas. But uh, Isn't that the one where they're actually uh, supposed to be, uh, I'm trying to think, are they in Washington or are they in Los Angeles? Los Angeles. They're in Los Angeles, supposed to be in Los Angeles. Yeah, everything's there. But he goes he goes to the payphone and it's um is it is it Chesapeake Bell? He what? goes there's something there's something in the movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. That shows you oh, that they're no. on the East Coast uh-uh. when he picks up the phone. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. I can't I'm pretty sure. Here. I'm pretty even... sure it's Die Hard. Hmm. Uh where they completely screw that up and don't get that little continuity <laughs> thing right. It was not Ring a bell with me. Really? Uh, we'll look for it. I'll look huh. for that because huh. I'm pretty sure there's something to that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. European countries are reevaluating their alliances with the U.S. Good. They're deeply alarmed at President Trump's attacks on NATO and the transatlantic relationship. So they're rethinking their reliance on the United States as a strategic ally against Russia. But they're unlikely to make regional security arrangements independent of Washington. Right, because, yeah, they know they can't. They know they need us. Trump is right in that these European countries need us a heck of a lot more than we need them. He has uh, forced the reassessment, though, in recent days by calling the European Union a foe, which I don't think he should have done, expressing reservations about defending other NATO members, and blasting Germany and other allies. Comments, he said, were aimed at strengthening the U.S.-European alliance, but that raised concerns across the continent. Heiko Maas, Germany's foreign minister, said, we can, no long, we can no longer fully rely on the White House. The first clear consequence can only be that we need to align ourselves even more closely in Europe. Yes, please do. And by the way, we'll just take back our 35,000 troops from Germany, if that's okay with you. <laughs> or even if it's not okay with you. And uh, have yourself a nice day. European allies bewildered uh, by Trump's seeming hostility for NATO must confront a sobering reality. They have few good alternatives for protecting themselves against Russia or any other potential adversary. Yeah, they've relied on us for so long, so they they can all concentrate on their economy. You know, instead of pouring money into their military, Germany's been pouring money into BMW and Audi and Mercedes and whatever else. U.S. will protect us. Yes, because we're taking care of all of that. Mm-hmm. We've got their back, and so they can completely relax and pour all of their attention, time, money, 
into becoming one of the wealthiest nations on earth. It's, it, you know, Trump's right in that it is an unfair relationship. And it's been going on for so long. That doesn't mean it should continue the, the way it has been. He's right to ask more of them. And now they're all pissed. Well, sorry, but, you know, we've been protecting you now for 70 years. Maybe you step up here. Is it possible? Can we take our step hands up. off the bike for five seconds? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I think they've finally come to the conclusion that they have a president of the United States that they cannot count on, James Goldgeiger, an American University professor, visiting fellow uh, at the Council of Foreign Relations, said. But what can they really do? Europe has not developed the kind of capacity it would need to have a more independent defense capability. Right, which is exactly <laughs> what the president has been saying. What is their incentive <clears throat> to? They don't have any. There, there is no incentive. The incentive is to continue to pour money into their, uh, into their industries. And that's what they've been doing. Well, that's great. But, hey, how about if we take the time to do that now? How about if we start really exerting all of our energy into our manufacturing, into our uh, industries, and you guys handle more of the military burden? How would that be? Since it's your country we're protecting anyway. And it only serves these European countries' best interest to have their own um, updated military, stronger fighting forces. Because there are a lot Mm -hmm. more threats now than there were, say, I don't want to go back too far, uh, but at least in the last uh, 30 years. Oh, yeah. uh, You have left your doors wide open, and you've got a lot going on right under your nose, and you might want to be ready to defend yourself in a pinch. Just saying. It is time. I mean, it's just, it's way past time. Uh, the dominant U.S. role in NATO was d- was by design when the alliance was created in 1949 to keep Washington engaged in defending Europe, where it fought two major wars, to deter Russia by vowing to defend Europe with nuclear weapons if necessary. And, of course, there was the other thing, which I think, I don't know, have we passed this time yet? It was to prevent Germany <laughs> from reemerging <laughs> as a military threat. I don't know if that's the big concern anymore. Maybe, you know, you can never turn your back completely on Germany. (laughs) (laughs) So it did have that ulterior motive because we didn't want Germany to militarily uh, rearm itself. It didn't work out the first two times. Intentionally or not, though, experts say Trump is undermining that design, but his actions are not as severe as his rhetoric. He signed an agreement at the July 12th NATO summit in Brussels, for example, that again condemned Russia's seizure of Crimea and reiterated the alliance's bedrock mutual defense provision, which says an attack against one ally will be regarded as an attack against us all. Does that apply to Montenegro? Seriously? I, I saw this meme um, Really, if Montenegro is attacked, are we throwing our military might behind defending Montenegro? Hey, we did it in Kuwait, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. So, yes, we did. I think an alliance is an alliance. Uh, and so that's part of the deal. You know, you're just bound by this, and it doesn't 
it doesn't matter how inconsequential to us and our security the, the nation is, we still have an agreement. Uh, Maxine Waters was babbling endlessly about uh, Trump and Russia and um, his the way he treated Putin uh, in Helsinki. And she brought up some interesting points. Well, I'm not surprised at all. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I have for months uh, been trying to tell the American public and mm-hmm. everybody else yeah. that this president is dangerous, dangerous. Uh, that he's in bed with Putin. Uh, bed someone with said he wants to be like him, whatever. He will never, never condemn him. Uh, because of the mm. relationship that they have. This mm. didn't just start. This started a long time uh, before he was ever elected. Don't forget, really? this president cannot borrow money in the United States from any bank. Do we have that information available? Is that true? Can Donald Trump... I want to look this up. Okay. We're going to do some research on this. Can Donald Trump not borrow money from any bank in the United States? What? What? Where, where do you get that? This president is looking at Russia for his new money financial playground. He and mm-hmm. all of his allies mm-hmm. that I have told you are the Kremlin clan. Mm-hmm. I have been involved with Russia. When you name them and you think about them, why is it Manafort, Flynn, Wilbur Ross, Carter Page, Papadopoulos, all of his allies have connections (laughs) with Russia, the Kremlin, Uh and the oligarchs. This has been going on because this is their new money playground uh, that they want to develop. And the centerpiece of this is lifting the sanctions. I would wish people would focus on the sanctions. It's interesting because he hasn't lifted the sanctions. The sanctions are all in place. So say what you will, and we have about the meeting last week with uh, Putin in Helsinki. Uh, I don't I don't think he was great there, but uh, he hasn't lifted any of the sanctions. They're still in place. What are you talking about? I think that's the agreement uh, that Putin had with this president. Well, he's not following it then. In order to help him get elected. Hmm. This president, I believe, has promised him that once he was elected, hmm. he would get those sanctions lifted. Okay, it's been almost two years now. It's It's been a year and a half. And we still have all the sanctions in place. And you're going to watch. He's going to continue mm-hmm. to try because Putin is saying to him, when is it going to happen? So he has a private and meeting with him. We know what they talked about. Do you? I think I know what they talked about. They talked about lifting the sanctions. They talked about mm-hmm. the upcoming mm-hmm. elections. Uh, they talked about uh, all of uh, the things that they could not talk about uh, in an email or on the phone. He had to mm-hmm. go. Uh, and meet with him in private so that he could talk about what he's going to do to follow through with I, what I believe is his commitment to get those sanctions lifted. Don't forget, when Tillerson was there, Tillerson was there to help get the sanctions lifted. He just couldn't put up with this president. He found this president to mm-hmm. be so outrageous uh, that he yeah. ended up leaving, but he came to be a part of helping to get these sanctions lifted. It's worth really? trillions of dollars. Everybody will make some money if he can Why get this done. Right then? now, Putin's hands mm-hmm. are tied. He cannot get the equipment or the supplies that he needs I mean, to do the work because our 
allies are cooperating with us. So I'm not surprised about what happened in Helsinki. I'm not surprised about the private meeting. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised about this president standing up for Putin. As a matter Mm. of fact, I think he is Putin's apprentice. (laughs) Wait, what? He is Putin's apprentice. She's hoping that sticks. Good God! She's proud of that one. Oh, yeah. She loves that. By the way, it seems like Maxine Waters has apparently been uh, pushing this narrative for a long time that Donald Trump can't get loans from U.S. banks. And so while, while that was playing there, uh, I, I, I took your assignment there and I did mm-hmm. some Googling. And I found that crazy far right-wing source, CBS News. Okay. Yeah. So completely illegitimate, but right. go ahead. Here's the headline and the subheadline, And mm. then the story goes on to explain. Here's the headline. Donald Trump has had no trouble getting big loans at competitive rates. Um, And then it says, the idea that banks won't lend to Trump because of his bankruptcy history is the equivalent of fake news. Market watch analysis. Market watch being the um, economic arm of CBS's uh, news division there. But it goes on to talk about how Maxine has been trying to make this case and then just goes on all these loans he has and all this stuff. And it's, it's I mean, so it's a lie. Yeah. It's, it's a flat out lie totally. that he can't get a loan from a U.S. bank. We got Deutsche knew it. Bank, I mean, that's J.P. Moore, all sorts of. It's absurd. That's wow. absurd. First of all. OK, so the premise of her rambling mm-hmm. for three and a half minutes there and never challenged by the news anchor. So, first of all, she lied right at the top saying he can't get loans from U.S. banks. It's a flat-out lie. And then to talk about how he wants to get rid of the sanctions so that he can start making a lot of money, and so can Putin because he's Putin's apprentice now. (laughs) Well, if that's why hasn't he tried? He hasn't even tried to get rid of the sanctions yet. The, The sanctions are still in place, and she doesn't even challenge her on that. Uh, Maxine... How tough would it be to say the sanctions are all in place? What? I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> Terrible journalism. Uh, and Maxine Waters, just unhinged, absolutely unhinged, and a bald-faced liar. 888 uh, Back in 2011, Aaron Hale is a, a former Navy chef and had a sweet job with an admiral cooking for him. Uh, they were sailing all over the world. He had this great assignment. It, it, it didn't fulfill him. So he talked to these Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team members and really liked what he heard. And so, so he decided to go with the EOD team. Uh, and then, unfortunately, in, I think he said, his third tour of Afghanistan... He was uh, really badly injured when he was he was taking apart one explosive device when another went off in his face. It uh, cracked his skull in two different places. He lost his eyesight. He lost most of his hearing. And so he was in kind of a dark place for a while. And he turned back to cooking. Along with his, his wife, Michaela, they started creating these incredibly delicious fudge, fudge and, and candies and all kinds of chocolate delights. Mint Alps, strawberry white, triple oh. threat fudge. It's so good. Strawberry white. Carrie and I are enjoying that <clears throat> right now. Strawberry white. It's, it's mm. like the white and dark fudge 
with chunks of strawberry in it. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. So good. Like, I'm going to leave right now. I'll be back. I got to go home and I'll bring you some. They have caramel apples, brownies, all kinds of really delicious confections. And when you use the offer code BLAZE at checkout, use the offer code BLAZE, you'll get 10% off your order. So forget forget chocolate. Forget the flowers. Go with the chocolates. Um, it's eodfudge.com. See how special gift giving can be. It's eodfudge.com. Offer code BLAZE. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network at theblaze.com slash radio. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Big Daddy O tweets, "Hey Pat Scrooge." And the Grinch were terrorists, and they're in Christmas movies. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Big Daddy. Right. So Die Hard is a Christmas uh, movie. Uh, so it's the same one. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, the prolific Judy Chapel, sometimes shaming and berating on social media as part of the job. I've been shaming Jeffy for years, and I'm rewarded with my tweets being read on the air. <laughs> uh, so. Uh-huh. Jeffy's up in about half an hour, yeah. chewing the fat, a little, little more than that, perhaps. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and, and conservative in Connecticut uh, tweets out at Pat Unleash, if Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, then the terrorists win. I disagree with that. Okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, speaking of shaming, mm-hmm. apparently there's some shaming going on with Tom Brady. He and uh, Giselle were photographed on the beach. Do we have that photo ready? Can we? we Let's take a look at that. Look and, at that. Okay. <laughs> there, people are calling him fat and out of shape, dumpy. Okay, I mean, stop it, please. Okay, is he chiseled? <laughs> Perhaps not. He's sucking in that gut. It looks like a bit there, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, they they both look like they've just had a big meal. Maybe okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that she's had a big meal in a, ever. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if that's fat and dumpy. Holy cow. I'm telling you, I man, am a whale then. Social media is going to be the it's just It's brutal. It is so brutal. Look at that. I used to think that... I mean, he doesn't have six-pack abs, okay. right? Yeah. Okay, he, he does not have six-pack abs. He's going to be 41, I think, this season. Mm. Uh, but that's not terrible no. shape. I don't care who you are. That's not terrible shape. I mean, shape. I'm a Falcons fan. That man broke my heart. I'm not going to say he's uh, out of shape or... Fat or whatever the hell they're saying on, on, you know, I used to think political correctness was going to be the death of us. No, I think it's mm. political correctness when it combines forces with social media. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the uh, kryptonite for uh, this country. Um, yep. But that picture, come on, man. That that's a. I mean, for people to be shaming him for over over that, uh, stop it, stop it. Now, you know, that's someone. just jealousy because he's got everything in the world. <laughs> you know, he's got a supermodel wife. Mm-hmm. He has five Super Bowl rings. At some point, you have enough Super Bowl rings. Yep. Yep. Um, He's got a beautiful home on the East and West Coast. 
Maybe the, that's why they're. Going I mean, there. so yeah. Now that he doesn't have six pack abs, he's fat. <laughs> okay. okay. You know, someone on social media right. that should be shamed, Randy Quaid. Are we going to get to that later? Oh, we got to play. Yes, we have to play. And there's a lot there. Oh, man. Cincy Brownco tweeted <clears throat> that at you. And uh, thank you so much because that is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Randy Quaid is stark raving mad. Randy Quaid is probably my least favorite actor on the face of the planet. He single handedly ruined Independence Day. Single handedly ruined the movie. He was the Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Of Independence Day, and I've never forgiven him for that. That's so good. well said. We've got his we've got his latest uh, bizarre rant on <laughs> coming up in a few minutes here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. 888-900-3393. We just showed you uh, Tom Brady a few minutes ago with his wife, Giselle Bündchen. They were on the beach, and uh, apparently Tom's not totally ripped. So I guess... dare him? Yeah. So obviously people call him fat, out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Let me see the picture again. And you tell me. Is this the image of a fat person? <laughs> Hell no. We're in a lot of trouble if that's a fat person. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Stop it. Now, I guess, you know, because he's a, such a handsome guy and, you know, a huge quarterback, everybody probably assumes he's got six-pack abs. Well, he'll learn to keep his shirt on from now on. Right? I mean, seriously. But we saw we saw before when he was uh, that other picture where he kissed his son, and people went nuts over that. Yeah, it was kind of strange. I thought, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. So, oh, you don't have to catch that was, by saying uh, I thought. Uh, oh no, it strange. was strange. It was a little strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. But you could tell he didn't have six pack abs in that photo. You know, that was in that video. You saw. I mean, he's just he's. Just a normal, in-shape guy. Yeah. Not totally ripped, uh, but, you know, he's 41, or he's going to be. He might already be. I I, I don't know, because he was 40 all of last year, so he's got to be close to 41 by now. Look, he makes enough money. He's probably buying plenty of double stuff Oreos. It's his prerogative, you know? (laughs) But he looks fine. He's fine. Totally looks fine. Yeah. You know who didn't look fine at her appearance? Uh, And I... I forget where where is this? Is it some nursing festival? home? It was at a nursing home. Apparently, <laughs> it's it not like, a nursing home. Oh, no. it wasn't. She oh. spoke at Aussie Fest, a two day festival in Central Park on Saturday, and here's what she wore for Hillary Clinton in public. Check out this house coat she's wearing, or muumuu, or <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know what this is. Oh, we got it. Do we have it? Yeah, we got it. Let's go, guys. Where we got it? Just got confirmation. There we go. Look at that thing. That is. Ooh, that's a good look right there. <laughs> what are you? 
What are you doing? Is that a hospital gown? Oh. Is it a muumu? She might have escaped from the... Uh, is it a house coat? What in the world are you wearing? She is... Uh, as someone said on Twitter over the weekend, how I long for the days of the pantsuit now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bring back the Mao Tzu tongue look, because yeah. this one is worse. This is this definitely is, uh... worse. How do you show up in public wearing that? Seriously. I, I, I don't know. Like, the only way I think she gets away with this is if she's visiting a tribe in Africa. Because that almost looks like something you, you would see, you know, there. Now, what do we got with the shoes, Chris? Chris is talking to us about the shoes. What's going on with the shoes there? The shoes look fine. They're just tennis shoes, right? Or yeah. running shoes? No. What are they? Are they like seizure shoes or something? They're nurse shoes? Oh, no. Wow. Okay, well, um, you know, I, I know you want to be comfortable, but you're in public, too. Yeah. So maybe don't, you don't wear your jammies out when you're uh, <laughs> in no. public. Did you? I, did you just I don't say, know. Does she have a life alert necklace on? <laughs> uh-uh. Stop it. Stop that. <laughs> I've fallen, and I can't get up. He swears there's a She life does alert have a life alert oh, necklace no. on. Yeah, that's great. Oh. That is. Of course, great. I have no room to talk about fashion at all. Oh well, none of us do. Because I mean, I go out in public in you know shorts and dark socks. Because well, I'm like Tom Brady. I'm over forty. So, jeez. Oh, I know better than shorts and dark socks. No. Uh, at least I I have that much fashion sense. But that's about where it ends right there. Uh, <laughs> also, somebody who's stark raving insane. Randy Quaid. Oh, I thought you were going to look at me for a second there. Well, I've already we've you know we've been down that Covered road that. a lot. <laughs> There's yeah. always new uh, material to mine, and we'll do that another time. But uh, Randy Quaid, mm-hmm. for some reason, yeah, for some reason, <laughs> she continues to do this bizarre stuff. Um, he thought Crooked Hillary was going to win, and uh, anyway, here's. <laughs> I mean, he's talking you, about Obama. You would not ever recognize this guy, I don't think. Would you? <laughs> would you know this is Randy Quaid if if you weren't told? Because uh-uh. he, uh, you know, he's he's a little bit older than he was when last you saw him in a movie. He's lost razors. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah, there is no shaving utensil anywhere near him. And uh, here's what he's talking about now. Uh, it's fun and interesting. So, President Obama knew about Russia before the election. (laughs) Why didn't he do something about it? Why didn't he tell our campaign? Because it was all a big hoax, that's why. And he thought Crooked Hillary was going to win. All righty. All right. And it's there it is. For those watching on the Blaze TV, you get the full uh, Mm -hmm. enjoyment of that. But um, strobe light and all. He's got a strobe light underneath him, and it's just flickering off and on. I wonder if it's like maybe it's a Morse code message. What do you think? He's not helping, man. That does not help our side. Got the full beard. You going. are not a helper. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, Trump's got to be saying, "Please, Randy, don't don't help. No, please, 
don't don't be talking about our campaign and our side when uh, you're not necessarily on my side. I just want to make that clear. Jeez. He's on the Randy Quaid side? Yeah, I'd say uh, he is. And I don't even know what side that is because he's stark raving mad. So, um, wow. 888-933-93. Also, uh, Michelle Wolf, who is almost as crazy as Randy Quaid is, um, in a skit for her show, The Break, compares ICE called in in this real funny skit, ICE is, comparing it to ISIS, mm. uh, with one agent saying their work is part of a holy war. Uh, here's that genius from Michelle Wolf. Are you worried about your country? Do you feel like your land is being invaded by foreign intruders who want to change your culture? Do you believe your way of life is under attack? And are you ready to finally do something about it? Then apply now to join ICE. ICE is fighting to make a difference. ICE is protecting our values and beliefs. Uh, ICE is uh, rooting out the foreign enemy. ICE is terrorizing the invaders. ICE is attacking when they least expect. ICE is blowing up the status quo. I joined to be part of a group of like-minded individuals really devoted to a cause. I joined after I watched some badass videos online. I joined because I wanted to secure the border. But then I found out that's actually Border Patrol's job. I joined to capture those MS-13 animals who are infesting America. I haven't seen any yet, but I've heard about them. We're an age-old American tradition dating all the way back to 2003. So slightly younger than that curly-haired kid on Stranger Things, Gaten Matarazzo. That sounds Italian. We're not deporting those guys yet. I'm Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. It's popular nowadays to say ICE is bad, but there's no better representation of American values right now than ISIS. And as an equal opportunity employer, we accept all levels of experience and education from low to very low and actively welcome those with diagnosed anger issues. ISIS mm. waging war for everything that's holy in this country. I guess you could call it a holy war. ISIS, guaranteeing my ticket to heaven. Take it from me. No organization is better than ISIS. Uh, that's funny stuff. Well, she's despicable. Uh, that's the same woman that uh, celebrated abortions. Hmm. Get one! And and they had the oh, confetti coming out and all of that voice. stuff. Oh, she's so bad. She is <laughs> so, so bad. So unfunny and so despicable. That's great to compare ICE to ISIS. Real funny. Yeah, and the imagery there with, uh, you know, they were dressed similar to ISIS. They were Mm -hmm. carrying Mm -hmm. that black flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, you know, the difference is, of course, um, well, it's it's really hard to determine. Uh, One kills innocent people and the other tries to uh, protect America. Um, Sounds similar to me. Yeah, it's very close, very close in nature. <laughs> but there's there's just no level of depravity to which uh, the left can't stoop, and they get away with it. They're never held accountable. They're they're never called on the carpet. Uh, this kind of crap. If if this was done in equal measure by the right, um, you'd probably be drummed off the air. 
but she'll have no consequences from this. She had no consequences from the abortion thing, and she'll have no consequences from this. 888 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, um, if you'd like to uh, tweet. The Isra- Israel Knesset, by the way, just passed a controversial, I don't know why this is controversial, Jewish nation state, basic law, which I thought they always were. But apparently not. They just became the uh, nation state bill just became Israel's 14th basic law. So this is essentially their their constitution. Uh, They just passed it last Thursday morning after it passed into law in the Knesset by a vote of 62 to 55. So really close. Um, And I'm. Again, I always thought that that, uh, Israel considered themselves a Jewish state. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu described the law as, quote, a defining defining moment in the history of Zionism and the history of the state of Israel. 122 years after Herzl published his vision, we have stated by law the basic principle of our existence. Uh, The law's sponsor, Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee Chairman Avi Dichter, uh, turned to the Arab MKs in the in the final address before voting, and told them, "We were here before you, and we'll be here be- after you." <laughs> uh, but he said their rights as minorities wouldn't be harmed by the law. That, of course, was the big issue. Well, if you're a Jewish state, does that mean you can't live here unless you're Jewish? What about Christians and Muslims? And they claim, and I I believe it because, you know, essentially Israel has been a Jewish nation state. I guess this just makes it official. Uh, And they they have allowed uh, Christians and Muslims to live there in the past. We are now seeing with shock the death of our democracy, which has been dying in recent years and suffering from the racism that has hit a new peak with this bill, according to Ahmed Tibi. Uh, He's... That's what he claimed after the vote. <clears throat> the two most controversial clauses in the bill were changed. Uh, the diaspora clause says the state will act in the diaspora to maintain the connection between the state and the Jewish people. The original version said the connection would be maintained among the Jewish people wherever they are. And a clause that could have permitted one religious group to bar another from living in their community was replaced with one that stated... The state sees developing Jewish settlement as a national interest and will take steps to encourage, advance, and implement this interest. So, uh, basic law number 14, Jewish is, uh, or Israel is now, a Jewish nation state. Hmm. 888-933-93. Uh, let me tell you about Riduzone. What is Riduzone? It is a safe and natural FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that you take, and it speeds up your metabolism and reduces your appetite, just making it a lot easier for you to lose weight and then uh, keep that weight off. Especially when you get to middle age or maybe a little beyond, it can be really tough. Let me just ask Tom Brady. Look at that chunker, right? I mean, what a fat pig, I mean, fat. right? I mean, if there's anybody that needs Riduzone. I mean, players report this week in the wow. NFL. He better get some Riduzone. I mean, can he, 
can he even take to the field I looking mean, like that? They're going to be rolling him out there. Come on now. Hmm. So if uh, you've had a tough time like Tom Brady has, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Woo. Oof. Hopefully it hasn't been that tough. Uh, give RidUZone a try. RidUZone.com. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. It's time to make it happen. Time to lose the weight and keep it off. Let RidUZone help you do that. RidUZone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888 You know, there's a big movie coming out about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> wow. Because uh, everybody's Ooh. been clamoring for that. Yeah. You know. About time. When are we going to get that Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie? When is that coming out? Because uh, she's terrific and everybody loves Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. She's... Uh, uh, She's a champion for, for, I don't, for other what? people's constitutions, you know, that other, she is. other nations' constitutions. <laughs> she wants to be recognized in this country, and uh, that's that's terrific stuff. Um, part of the trailer is is fascinating. Uh, here's just a, a little section of it. The law assumes a caregiver has to be a woman. This is sex-based discrimination against a man. Right. Poor guy. We need to take this case. This is not a case. This is a declaration of war. They could topple the whole damn system of discrimination. They oh, think gender powerful. equality is a civil right. What's at stake is the American family. Let's put this idea to bed once and for all. You- I love these shadowy guys that, that appear in this trailer um, who, I guess, are fighting against women really strongly during all during Ruth Bader Ginsburg's life. I mean, that's all men do. Trying to make sure. And and I'm sure that, you know, has there ever been a douche who's been fighting against women's rights? Maybe. But was it really like a, this cabal of people who were hell bent on not allowing women out of the kitchen? Was there? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think not during my lifetime. Now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is 163 years old. Let me see. So Hold this on. goes back a ways. 164 next week. 164. Okay. We'll lose. And when you do, you will set the woman's movement back 10 years. You don't get to tell me when to quit. Okay. Wow. I know this Powerful. case disrupted our lives. Mm. Who's it for if not for me? You it's your And there's cool music, too, in the background. So you know this is going to be a good movie. <laughs> I mean, listen to that. I, I don't know who it is, right? just, but you know it's powerful. It just it just sends chills up and down my spine. You've been ready for this your whole life. So go in there and let the judges see the Ruth Ginsburg I know. Then there's the one man, the one man who's on her side. And I think it's her husband, but I don't know for sure because I haven't seen the movie Whoa. yet. But I'm guessing it was her husband. And he's, he's encouraging her to go in there and 
Do what you do, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you wonderful person, you. We're not asking you to change the country. That's already happened without any court's permission. Right. Right. Okay. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Love this. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. Powerful. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So she is told by a Supreme Court justice, some bastard who's on the bench there and shouldn't be. The word woman doesn't appear once in the Constitution, so you don't belong in this country. Fact check. Neither does the word freedom. That's where we need a fact check. Your Honor. Hmm. Yeah, except it does. The word freedom does appear in the U.S. Constitution. So there's just a little bit of a problem there. I don't know. First Amendment. Anybody heard of it? What first, the First mean? Amendment. It's first because could have missed it. It's the first one, might have and it. she might have missed that one. I mean, she doesn't like the U.S. Constitution, so maybe they just ignored all of the amendments. I don't know, but fortunately, um, there's something called Google oh. where you can look it up, even if you don't have a little pocket. A little pocket uh, version of the oh, Constitution yeah. that you carry around with you and pull it out and look and see, does it really not contain the word freedom? Huh. Nope. There it is right there. Yep. It does. It does contain the word freedom. Well, do we know? Could 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 this interaction she had been before Google? It could have. So you may not. But mean, could this interaction she had with the Supreme Court justice who was so dastardly, could that have come before the Constitution was written? Hmm. That's possible, too, because she's pretty old. Pretty old. She's pretty stinking old. So perhaps this all occurred before the U.S. Constitution was written. I don't know. And and at that particular time and point, we were going by the the Articles of Confederation, (laughs) and maybe the word freedom wasn't in that. I don't know. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech of the press, the right of the people to peaceably assemble... Petition the government. Wait, did you just say freedom? Oh, crap. Sorry. That's oh, So you didn't have to go all that far to find yeah. the word freedom in the Constitution it's like right, either. It's like right like there. Like bang, First Amendment. It's there. It's like freedom. And then the word free is all throughout. All throughout. Uh, so what a, what a pathetic, <laughs> ridiculous, mind-numbingly stupid mm. trailer that is. How, how do you even... How do you put that thing out and say, "Yep, there you go"? Where are you? Do you think nobody's going to check? But most of the people, nobody's going to look. Most of the people who watch that, that will be the, the version of history. They'll be that stunned. They know. They'll be stunned. Oh my gosh, yeah. the word "freedom" isn't in oh, the you'll U.S. Hear that. Constitution. You'll hear that at the a word water "freedom's" cooler. not in the Constitution. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. And you, the word "freedom" isn't. Which is why they made it into an amendment. <laughs> right. Okay? right. The original one That's doesn't true. have it. That the original one is okay. the Constitution with the amendments in it. That was no, the one that was, was ratified no, no, by the, the Congress. No, the amendments, they were added in the later. United States. They, right? It was all... They were added like, no. I don't know, 70, 71, something no. like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was all 1791. Not, That's not when 18, the whole but thing... 19, like so, whole 1971. Things, all at the same time. <laughs> That's how they got 1791, they ratified it. <laughs> Wouldn't have been ratified without, without the Bill of Rights. Rights. Yes. So. So. Uh, so... But no, but when you have a co-worker or a family member at Thanksgiving, <laughs> just if you're talking about whatever... And it comes up. Did you know that freedom isn't even in the Constitution? 
You're like, oh, so how was the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, movie you went to see? Because that's <laughs> where you got your history. It would be a good time to pull out the pocket constitution. Right. Yeah, it would. Yeah, where is it? And just show just say, oh, by the way. Maybe highlight one of the words there. It isn't. Because hmm. it seems Weird. like. You don't even it? have to fight. You don't have to argue. You can, you can put another another dollop of potatoes on your plate as you're handing them the pocket <laughs> constitution. And say, right. Isn't it? Huh, I, look at this. Because huh. um, it looks like the word it you're talking like about it, right there. It is. So... <laughs> Huh. Hmm. Huh. All right. 888-900-3393. I just uh, stopped by because, uh, you know, I mean, my true in the fast segment is coming up, but yes, I is. like to come in early and mm-hmm. give, oh, people, give people give oh. people an idea of, look, if you can't hear it, you need to get your ears cleaned. And mm. to get your ears mm-hmm. cleaned, you need to do it right with Wax RX. Says when your ears aren't clean, you can't hear chewing the fat, you can't hear Pat Unleashed, and your ears are really uncomfortable. They hurt. They itch. Itchy. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate, everybody hates that. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not supposed to use cotton swabs. I know that's a common misconception, but they're not supposed to go inside your ears, just on the outside. You're not supposed to. And really, the remedy of candles does seem a bit odd. Mm-hmm. Putting fire on the side of your head to take care of earwax doesn't seem ill-advised. Se- it does seem ill-advised. Mm-hmm. It does. Now, get the real solution. Wax RX ear wash system. Doctor developed, works safely when all other products fail. Wax RX system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. Wax RX, specially engineered pump fitted with the unique tip to gently deliver that perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable ear wash system today, and use the offer code RADIO. Why would you want to use that? For free shipping. Comes right to your house. Nice. Usewaxrx.com, offer code RADIO, U-S-E, waxrx.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and a pat unleashed uh, from Brent out of shape. If Hillary's running in twenty twenty, she knows she needs to win more votes in the Midwest, so she's now going for the people of Walmart look. <laughs> All right, okay. I mean, I want to thank her. I yeah. want to thank her. She's about, people uh-huh. have inspired me to get uh, Moomoo's by Jeffy mm-hmm. uh, back up yes, and running. Yes. I mean, all weekend long, I've been getting tweets. Is that Moomoo? Is that a Moomoo by Jeffy? <laughs> is that a Jeffy? <laughs> I mean, you look at that. Uh, mine will be, uh, you know, there uh, it is. It's look beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's... Um, she's got the slip on tennies. She's got the life alert. She looks great. Uh, she looks <laughs> great. I mean, I, I, why would you go to a festival oh, that, where you're headlining in New I'm York? Right. Right. With pants and your hospital gown on, I don't know. Also, uh, Nicole tweets, is that Randy Quaid clip a Christmas clip? That was tremendous. <laughs> I had not Thank seen you. that. He looks like Santa. I am so bummed that I hadn't seen that before because uh, I love him. Oh, and you're wrong he's... about Independence Day. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not. Totally. Yes, you are. I am yep. dead right. No, you're not. That is, he is no, the absolute not. worst. The Jar Jar Binks of Independence Day. 
So bad. It's kind of funny. So absolutely yes, horrible. Thank you. Wrecked the movie for me. Wrecked it. Wow. Wrecked, wrecked it. it. Yes. Damn near killed Wrecked it. it. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that wrecked them. I know. Uh, patriotic Putin writes, uh, between the Randy Quaid and Michelle Wolf clips, I'm going to need uh, Pat and Keith to pay my medical bills for gouging my eyes out and rupturing oh. my eardrums. So, well, okay. Look, you've got, Apologize. Look, you had, you, if, if we're going to go there, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I showed you Hillary. Mm-hmm. Now I can show you the beautiful new Michelle Obama ad. All right. First of all, let's <laughs> announce the fact that I it's want this to be time for chewing the fat. I don't want to forget that. With Jeffy. I wouldn't want to forget mm-hmm. the elephant walk. Right. You're lucky I can't reach the pig today. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's if we're going to gouge Jai's house, let's do it. This is a special. <laughs> let's do it. Let's gouge him. It's an Michelle Obama fest. going into the midterms, and the Democrats are, you know, they're kind of happy because she's getting involved, but not really, because she just uh, is launching a voter registration initiative, and she got all these people together, and it's all, we uh, when we all vote is the campaign. And if you uh, aren't excited about voting in our democracy <laughs> after this ad, you, you're dead inside. You're dead inside. <laughs> All right. Michelle. Oh. Hey, Lynn, are you registered to vote? Of course. I am not throwing away my opportunity to make my voice heard this November. If we really want our voices to be heard, we need to vote in every election, not just for president, but for every office, school board, state house, senate, all of them. Can you help me get people registered? Okay, I'm already on it. Well, keep up the good work. Let's see who else we can get on this. Yo, Lynn, what up? Chris, you're looking to field a full team to make sure every American casts their ballot this November. It's real easy from your phone or tablet to get the info you need to vote. Also, Michelle said so. Well, I'm on it. There's no off-season for getting out to vote. Call Janelle. No, not now. I'm registering voters. Hey, take this. Four million Americans turned 18 this year. That's huge. And we need every last one of them to register and vote. Because let's be real. It's going to be the young people of this generation that will change the world. Right? It's time. No, you don't think Our nation requires it. Our democracy in the country we love requires (laughs) Uh, our attention, voice, and participation. When we vote, we prove that we are democracy. We're we're not a democracy. Of the people. Stupid. By the people. So every community we visit, it's important for them to know they can really make a difference if they go and vote in every election. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're asking for your help. Help us start a conversation across America about being oh, active God. participants in our most basic yes. American responsibility, voting. Talk to your friends and family and neighbors. Tell them your Get hopes and dreams for your family, your community, and our country. When we all vote, we determine our future. Yeah. Right? Oh, good gosh. Wow, is that bad? That right? Bad. And she, they claim, you know, that she is, uh, mm. you know, more loved than Barack. Uh, for the Democrats, huh. uh, they're saying that she's more popular than Barack among the general population. I don't know that that's true, but she's terrible, absolutely terrible. Oh man, that whole thing is—I apologize. The democracy you're thing, uh, democracy all through it. Oh my gosh, all, all the way through it. I mean, they absolutely mean socialism. When the, every single time they say democracy, they're talking about socialism. Every every time, single time, every time. It's it's unbelievable. It's agonizing, and then to get you know likable people like Tom Hanks involved with this, uh, what? 
What's the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Really? Are you just, are you going to throw a, like a spike in the eye of half of the people who want to go to your movies? Are you just going to jam a javelin in their eye? Of course. And well, but the, and this and really this for uh, him for him this isn't. Uh, oh, this is nonpartisan, right? Uh huh. Right, because he, yeah. he just he, all he did was talk about get out and and be part of the democracy. And Chris Paul, and vote. Chris Paul, Tom Hanks. Oh, that hurts. I know that hurts. It's really too too bad. I know. Well, you know, it's, we just got to get. It's important for the democracy. For the democracy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Let's have some good news. All right, good news. All right, McDonald's. Fast food chain, we love them. Giving away free medium fries every Friday for the rest of the year. Well, hmm? and they're giving away free soft drink every Tuesday and Thursday till the end of the year. Nice, right? Mm-hmm. Except it really isn't free. Hmm? Uh, you do have to spend a buck. So, uh, you know, you have to download their app. You have to sign up on their app, and oh, then you no. get the free fries and oh. the free drink. And you got to spend a buck. So it's not really free. How many phones? But the ad campaign says yeah. free. Huh. Uh, you're running dangerously close to a lottery now. You are. There's got to be. Pretty close. There's chance. I know. Well, well there's okay, not there's no chance. You just, if, once you, if you sign up for the but app, there is you get consideration, it. and there is, there is uh, monetary. Monetary. You have to, yes. You have, you wow. have to spend the buck, wow. and you have to download the app. Huh. And you get the free drink. How many phones do you carry around with you with the McDonald's app on it, Jeffy? <laughs> I can see you just stopping on every McDonald's on the way home. In, in theory. <laughs> so? In theory. In theory. <laughs> so, and you can get free merchandise because uh, <clears throat> Uber Eats will give, uh, if you use Uber Eats on Throwback mm-hmm. Thursday to deliver McDonald's, then you get an opportunity to buy some old McDonald's swag, too. Wow. I find it really strange, though. That, you know, that McDonald's having this big campaign like this comes out at a time when way more than 160 people fell ill eating McDonald's salads uh, in the country now. Oh, uh-huh, that'll learn you. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, salads at McDonald's, <laughs> that should teach you something to begin with. But um, more than 160 people, actually at 260 cases uh, in Illinois with uh, cycloporiasis. Oh. And that's an intestinal illness uh, caused by a parasite. Uh, in less than this last week, uh, 10 states prompting the company to temporarily cease the sale of salads in more than 3,000 locations in all of those states. Uh, first first case, May 1st. Uh, just so you, you have a little, little idea of what you're up against, uh, cycloporiasis uh, is spread through food contaminated with fecal matter that contained the cyclospora parasite. Now, the FDA said most patients suffer from, most patients, not everyone, suffer from frequent, sometimes explosive diarrhea, (laughs) which can last a month or more untreated. Mm. (laughs) Other symptoms include loss of appetite, nausea, and fatigue. Uh, More than 260 cases in uh, Illinois uh, in the last month, since May. Uh, We got a little bit of problem, too, because uh, then you think, oh, McDonald's, that's just McDonald's salads, right? But right. you have the. When was uh, the last time you had a salad at McDonald's? For me, uh, never o'clock was the last time. A salad at McDonald's? Never o'clock. Jeffy, when's the last time you had a salad, period? That's what I thought he was asking. Yeah. At first. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. When was the last time I had a salad? Was the last time I had a salad? <laughs> 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 it was one of those banquets. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't right. mean I ate it. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I ever have had one at McDonald's. I haven't either. Mm-mm. 
Well, um, you don't go to McDonald's for salad. No, and the reason, look, the people that get them are like the moms that go with their kids, mm-hmm. and they feel, feel good about the, you know, they're, they've been went to the gym, they'll take the kids, let the kids pound down their happy meal and run around for a while, and the mom can have her salad. Yeah. A salad and a coffee. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? I, 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 I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. You don't, you're not pulling in to the double lane drive through at McDonald's. Yes, I'd like a salad. <laughs> no, that's not what you're going there for. No. I'm sorry. You're feel just, like tonight, honey. You're a salad. Not. I know. Let's go to McDonald's. That McDonald's salad with walnuts on it is just so good, yummy. Right? Oh, so fresh. It's delicious. The, the uh, Midwestern grocery store chain, uh, Hy-Vee, has uh, recalled uh, its pasta salad. Mm. 20 people getting sick from salmonella. Mm. Uh, raw turkey, uh, 90 illnesses in uh in the U.S. Uh, since uh, November, uh, cut melon. People have sixty people in Midwestern states have been affected by cut melon. Uh, Kellogg's Honey Smack cereal we talked about last week. McDonald's salads. Wait, Kellogg's what kind of cereal? Honey Smacks. Oh yeah, we talked about that last week. Right. And the uh, imported crab meat from Venezuela. Why you would eat the Venezuelan <laughs> crab meat? I have no idea. And vegetable trays uh, at the uh, supermarket uh, have had some, uh, there's been some 237 cases of the uh, cyclospora illnesses linked to that, uh, to the Mm. the different companies. And you can check out exactly which ones, uh, because there are different vegetable trays. Some probably are better than others. The good thing uh, is I don't have to worry about it, (laughs) because... I think, I think after hearing that list. I don't have to worry about it. After hearing that list, I think Uh -uh. the solution is that we just stop eating. I think it sounds like certainly stop well, eating vegetables. Sound, yeah. yeah, stop eating vegetables. Vegetables and, and fruit. You. They're killing us. Yeah. <laughs> so and why are you gonna you know if you're gonna eat crab right. from Venezuela? <laughs> from ve- yeah, no way. No, thank you. I'm not eating uh-uh. anything from Venezuela. Me neither. Zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will go hungry. We have food from Venezuela. No, thank you. <laughs> they can't even get food. So they're selling crab meat in our country. No, mm-hmm. no, baby. No, thank you. Um, this actually has to stop, and I, I don't know. We talked about it once before, but the officials uh, in uh, San Antonio uh, have a big, uh, big plan to relocate the Alamo. The four hundred and fifty million dollar plan it must be relo- relo- relocated to redevelop the Alamo in San Antonio. Relocating the structure has been the most vocally opposed issue in the plan of the San Antonio restructuring program. <sighs> That's why I Residents voted for the other also guy. also voiced concerns about demolishing buildings and closing streets. But here's the good news for for you. This is why you shouldn't have voted for George P. Bush. He's the one who that wants to redesign the Alamo. Reimagine. It's why Re-imagined, I voted yes. for the other guy. Yeah. But I was I was almost alone. I mean, George P. Bush yeah, crushed, crushed everybody. Yeah. Him. But the good news is, now this, this is the good mm. news for it, though, Pat, is that the new draft plan with renderings is going to show why moving the monument is going to provide a better visitor experience. Now, you'll be able to see those illustrations in a month or so. So we're not going to tell you where we're going to move it to or how we're going to move it or when it's going to be moved or where we're moving it to and what it's going to look like. But there'll be, we've got drawings for you okay. that'll happen. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about it. All we're right. just going to... Reimagine we're, it for you. We're going to get it out of the way, mm-hmm. and then we'll find a place for it. Yeah, It's just ridiculous. I've heard they're also... Ridiculous. It's going to be a little more uh, Mexican-friendly, supposedly. Uh, we're not going to... Uh, we're going to tamp down the language a little bit. Oh. That was supposedly well, that part of that That certainly makes sense, what, why, what mm-hmm. they would do to yep. reimagine. <clears throat> yep. 
reimagine, rewrite history. Yep. Well, good luck. Wow. That's why you don't want a bush. Get out the bushes. No kidding. Uh, No kidding. Okay, so you were talking about uh, uh, Tom Brady. And uh, can we show I mean, can we rough. show this fat pig? He's looking. I mean, look Let's take a, take a look. At I this. mean, I thought you I thought you put a picture I mean, of me up for a right? second. Right? I know. Right? Look at that. Thought, ah! <laughs> 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 that is horrific. And I think you're right. Keith Giselle has never had a big meal in her life. The uh, <laughs> uh, she needs a sandwich once in a while. A but uh, Tom, you exactly. Thank you. Get sick with a little explosive diarrhea. The uh, <laughs> only last a month. <laughs> uh, Tom just looks hideous. Right. Uh, I mean, there's, there's no question. <laughs> Let himself go. No he's question. just gone to pot, man. I mean, I, he's yeah. going to be lucky to have the starting position. This That's year. for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> which made me think of this weekend. Uh, yesterday, I'm seeing all these tweets. Tiger Woods is winning. Tiger Woods is winning. And I'm like, oh, you're going to make me go watch the end of this stupid golf match. So I go and watch it. Of course, he loses. Mm-hmm. And he lets me down. It ends up with, you know, six six under Six plays, you know, whatever. It was fun he to was watch. He was sixth. It was fun to watch. He ended up sixth. Oh, he's yeah. getting there. Which is his best finish in a long, long time. And he's going long in the, in a couple weeks, he's going to St. Louis, and the crowds will be massive. Yeah. He's never played in St. Louis before. He's on the fight back. The crowds will be huge. Mm-hmm. It'll be Tiger Woods all over. But what made me think of Tom Brady is that after, after the match, he sees his kids and he hugs his kids, and his girlfriend's there, the Erica Herman. Right, mm-hmm. and so he hugs Erica Herman, and social media went crazy with Erica Herman. That's Tiger's girlfriend. Oh, no. Nasty. Oh, no. <laughs> my, really? Uh, my favorite tweet. My favorite tweet on the Tiger. Oh, no. This is Tiger Woods' girlfriend. Hashtag the open. Hashtag woof. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, they were just crushing her. That's not nice. That's not nice at all. And they nice. just, I mean, that's, and they just crushed I don't know what her. She looks like. I thought we were supposed to be nice. Uh-huh. I thought we were supposed to all get along. <laughs> we're supposed to, everybody's okay with everybody, right? Mm. And I mean, they were, <laughs> I mean, they were after Tiger anyway. I mean, you know, she, uh, Calling her uh, nasty. She looks like Michael Jackson after all his surgeries. Oh. I mean, so, look, it's, it's, I mean, it's on. not really funny, but you know, th- then they it's were mean. It's mean, really, is what it mm-hmm. is, right? And and they're just jealous of Tiger, really, because Tiger knows Tiger Woods. Lock up your wives, girlfriends, and daughters. Shagger Woods is on the prowl. Shagger Woods. <laughs> I mean, I, it was just funny. Now she met um, uh, Tiger, uh, where she worked at a restaurant. Uh, in Los Angeles, I think, in a country club in Los Angeles, and uh, Tiger had met her there. So Tiger was probably, she may have been uh, one of Tiger's friends uh, along the way. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Shagger Woods days. But my favorite was, that's Tiger's girlfriend. Whoa. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's not nice. No, it's not. It's not nice at all. But yet you repeat it. Oh, because it's funny. <laughs> that was just funny. That's all. <laughs> Speak. <clears throat> and I want to see her next. I want to see her in a couple weeks in St. Louis. I'll see what social media does to her in a couple weeks in St. Louis. And I want Tiger to win for what you know. Whatever golf has got. It. I mean, I know these other guys are great and they they play a strong game, but they do not bring what Tiger brings. And I mean, the world, Tiger mm-hmm. starts heading down the stretch 
and the PGA and the Open and every, all the champ, PGA championships, whatever they want to call themselves, they have got to be in love with it. Whether they want to admit it or not, I mean, the, people flock to see Tiger win. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's good for the PGA, that's for sure. And uh, more than a dozen, uh, good news in New York. Uh, more good news coming out of New York. Uh, more than two dozen Central Park raccoons have died in an ongoing viral outbreak that causes zombie behavior in the critters. So be careful in New York at Central Park, okay? Mm. 26 raccoons found dead inside the park Wow! in a month. Two tested positive for the canine distemper virus, which uh, they want to make a strong case doesn't affect humans. I would like to make a strong case yet. Uh-huh. Uh, that can spread to unvaccinated dogs. Foreshadow. Uh, the, the people working there, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you aren't lying. Park staff have witnessed distemper symptoms and living raccoons. They look like they were circulating, wandering, having spasms. The raccoons acted strange, appearing tame or confused before losing coordination, becoming unconscious, wow. and then dying. Uh, officials make sure you know humans can't get it, but no, I will uh, say that uh, it's coming to a human near you soon. Uh, that sounded like a night out on the town. It sounded like uh, mm. Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Uh, the beginning of Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me tell you about a way that you can uh, become really proficient with your own personal firearm in your home. And this is also a way where you can save a lot of money because you don't have to go buy a bunch of ammo. Um, it's iTarget Pro. Revolutionizes home firearm training. iTarget uses your actual gun. And uh, their app with your smartphone. And then you ha- you put a laser in place of the bullet. And then you start firing at, at the uh, target. And the laser detects exactly where your shots are landing. You see it. You hear it. It's really a cool system. So now you can practice home defense in your home where it matters the most. So you can test different angles. You can maximize your tactical advantage. And most importantly, you do it all with your own firearm so you get really proficient with your own gun. And right now, you can save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com, offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 888-900-3393. This is a tweet we just got. <laughs> Let's save it. I'm going to send it. It's a visual. All right. I'm going to send it. The other- <laughs> I will save that. I think it involves you, Jack. <laughs> of course just it so does. You That's know. the only thing Keith laughs yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Thanks, GM Porter. <laughs> All right. So um, we have a conversation with... Uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez. Well, she's getting fired up because she went with uh, she went with Bernie. Bernie this, to Kansas, this weekend. right? She went to Kansas, and they were out. They were out, uh, you know, sweeping to show how good uh, socialism is. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Democratic Party or whatever they want. Democratic to call socialism, okay. okay, which just means that your socialists were elected. I mean, you could say that about Adolf Hitler. He was elected, and they are uh, they're idiot. Getting, they're 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 just Ugh. arriving at the event. They're excited, and Bernie lets. Uh, 
Alexandria, you know, do her little social media thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was a mistake. She's so brilliant. That was a mistake. No, because she's brilliant. She's brilliant, and she's the future of the party. I'm sorry, you're right. And here's what happened. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be hopping on here, uh, Senator Sanders' account, and we're here in Kansas City to rally for Brent Welder. We're going to flip this seat red in November. Uh, uh, what, what, what? <laughs> okay. What? Let's All do right. that. <laughs> Except here's the problem. What's that? She's talking about red as in communist. I know. I know. I really that, believe. I believe she, that too. She's talking about going, she's going to flip it red. Because mm-hmm. to her, red is communism, yeah. which I, is good. I believe that to too. Her. That still but. bugs me because I, I, I used to think. I, on election night, I would mm-hmm. watch the map that had red for Democrat. Should be because red that's for what Democrat my brain thought. And blue. And blue. Mm-hmm. So when that became a thing the other way, boy, that ugh, I'm mm-hmm. a nerd. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know now according did to did he delete that? He well, yes, after a while it all got deleted, but he retweeted it. You know, he tweeted it out. Oh, we mean blue, blue. Well, he tweeted when he tweeted it out. Blue. He left the word red out. The first the <laughs> okay. first tweet that went out with the video, he left. He said what she said without red. In the tweet. And now, Let's according to Chris Cruz, it's all gone. He got rid of it all. Well, yeah. I mean, she's so bad. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I mean, even bubbling Bernie Sanders is like, you know, his people are like, um, no. Uh, no. No. This girl no. Uh, doesn't know what Bernie, she's talking no. about. Hello. I mean, that's great, though. Yeah. If there's, is there anything that would be a better illustration of how little she knows about the world than... And if you just misspoke and you said, oh, I mean, blue, wouldn't you just correct it immediately? But she doesn't, she doesn't know. I don't think she knows because she's talking about flipping it red. Commie red. As in commie. Commie. Commie red. Mm -hmm. Ain't going to happen in Kansas, pumpkin. Okay. (laughs) Not going to happen. No, no. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed, uh, where somebody has, yeah, has found something interesting. Yeah, GM Porter. We were showing you the uh, the page of, uh, the picture of how how much Tom Brady has let himself go. I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Shocking. Sh- it's stunning. Well, uh, from George yeah. Washington? Well, that's what, yeah. So GM Porter. Okay. Uh, he just said, I, I just found this picture of Tom Brady doing an interview at the Blaze. I'd forgotten about I this. I forgot when Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's nice Tom job. right there. Look at that. That's so funny. good. It's a picture of Jeffy yeah. if you're listening <laughs> on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> That's actually a slim looking photo of Jeffy. I wonder if that was when he lost the 100 pounds. Huh. And he, because he was, he looks to be only seven, 800 pounds in that photo. <laughs> that was a long time ago when he was that svelte. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's been a while, mm-hmm. but uh, thank you for that. Thank you, GM Porter. GM Porter. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Kimberly Guilfoyle is out at Fox, and there's of course conflicting reports uh, about whether that was voluntary, because that's what Fox does. I, I 
don't know why they have to do this to everybody. But they lied so much and so often about Glenn's exit, which was voluntary, which was a year in the works at least. We had planned for him to leave that show for at least a year before he finally did. So I don't, I don't trust anything Fox says. Um, I mean, six or seven years later, stories about Glenn still say when he was fired at Fox, blah, blah. He, he wasn't fired at Fox. So now they're trying to do the same thing. It looks like to Kimberly Guilfoyle. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't know her, so I, I don't know for sure whether she quit, but it looks like she was planning to do this uh, pro-Trump pack for a while. And they claim that, you know, she was, she was planning this for a long time. For some reason, Fox can't stand it when somebody leaves voluntarily. I, I don't know what the deal is. That was especially true uh, when Roger Ailes was alive. Um. But uh, she just, they, they released a one-sentence uh, press release about her departure. And it was something like, um, Fox News and Kimberly Guilfoyle have parted ways. Period. The end. Weird. So I don't know what, what exactly happened there, but um, she'll no longer anchor the legs chair on, <laughs> on the five, I oh, guess. No. Do you think that they have any like <clears throat> extra legs in stock around oh, there? I, I think they've got a stable so. of legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody will anchor the legs chair. So do you think that this has anything to do with her dating Trump Jr.? I, it, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because that's the big thing now is apparently she's, she's dating uh, Donald Trump Jr. She also has made it pretty clear that she wants the White House spokesperson job. Uh. I don't know why you'd want that. Yeah, you don't see your legs when you're standing behind that podium. Right? Right? <laughs> so. Hmm. So, because, uh, I mean, that that position comes with nothing but heartache uh, and hassle. But she seems to really want that. And, and she is an absolutely staunch Donald Trump defender. So I, she'd be perfect for the job. She looks good. She's, you know, certainly better than... Uh, Sandra, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Seems like she'd be better than that. But uh, I don't know. That's a tough job. Yeah, you couldn't. No pay matter who gets to it. Do that job. Yeah, that's for any president. And for one hundred and seventy thousand a year or whatever. I mean, that's decent money. But I mean, the heartache that goes along with it. And I think that takes years off your life, because you're continually having to, if not lie, you do have to spin, and you get caught in stuff. Every day, yeah, all during the Obama administration, they forget now that the that the spokespeople under Obama, Robert Gibbs, Josh Ernest, uh, who is the other one? Ernest Gibbs, Josh Ernest, Josh Ernest uh, Robert Gibbs, and, uh, and we do this every time. <laughs> we do it every time. Can't remember all three uh, of them. And whoever else it was, another liar. Yeah, they lied through their teeth every single day. They were caught in numerous lies. But the press acts as if uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the first person to ever get in the job and say an untruth. Jay Carney. Jay Carney. Ugh, they all suck. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's like a... What a terrible trio that how was. How do you pick? I don't know. I, I, think, I, think, I think we're going with Robert Gibbs because he's the one that seemed like... <clears> as far as normal. the worst or the no, best? No, no, no. As just like the most 
tolerable only because he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. They all lied, yeah. but at least mm-hmm. he seemed like a nice guy. Robert Gibbs. That's my final answer. But boy, that was <laughs> tough. You don't want to phone a friend? I don't want to. Not a, right. waste it on an Obama trivia. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Over the weekend, a uh, big disappointment for Mama Mia. Here oh we no! Go again. Really? Yeah, they thought that was going to be number one. Darn! It came kind of close. It was second, but they're calling that a bomb. Already? Really? So it made thirty four thousand over the weekend. The Equalizer two. Now I missed the Equalizer one. Will so, that? Will it be too complicated? Yeah, now? you're not going to be able to follow this. I won't be able no. to catch up, right? Mm-mm. So I might have to skip the Equalizer 2. But it was number one over the weekend, $35.8 million. Um, It only cost $62 million to make. And that's uh, Denzel Washington. So that guy still, what is he? He's got to be in his early 60s. And he's still a huge box office draw. He seems like a good guy, too. I, I'm not positive of his political affiliation, but he seems to kind of keep it to himself. 63. 63 years old. Wow. He's pretty well-preserved. Yeah. yeah pretty well-preserved. Well I mean, I'm not going to you know, <clears throat> ask him out on a date, but yeah, he's a good-looking man. Well, but you would if you were married, right? No. What are you, a homophobe? Obviously. Okay. Um, <laughs> so at number one was the Equalizer 2, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, which got just bludgeoned in the reviews. My 18-year-old daughter wants to see that really bad, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'm the one to go with you on that one. Uh, Hotel Transva- Transylvania 3 uh, made $23 million. It's up to 91 since it came out. Only cost 80 to make. You're already in the, in, in the black on that. Hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, $16 million, 164 since it came out. I, I, I mean, Chris Cruz calls it the worst of the Marvel flicks. What? I call it the best. So did Glenn. I, I mean, wait. Yeah. He so did Glenn. Be- oh wait, so so now you now you're doubting your own taste. Then aren't I'm you? clearly mm-hmm. wrong <laughs> about my assessment of the Ant Man and the Wasp. Anyway, I really want to see it. I still haven't seen it, and I want to. Um, I, who's saying "told you" in my ears? Is that Chris? Uh, go home. Uh, number five is Incredibles two, which is up to That's a good one. Wow, just in America, well, North America, five hundred fifty-seven million. Wow. That's a good one. I that's another one that people are like, eh, it's not as good as the first. I thought it was just as good as the first. I didn't. Why not? I don't know. It was just the same, only not as good because well, it wasn't a surprise this but time. The baby. I don't know. The baby. But the baby, Jack yeah, Jack, the baby you know? does stuff. The stuff this time. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, Jurassic World was sixth. No interest. Really? I I I haven't seen past the first. Maybe uh, I guess the second one. I don't know. There's yeah. dinosaurs in this. Whoa. And they eat people. Did they add that? I don't remember that no, plot I, twist. I hope I didn't spoil the whole thing for people because uh, <laughs> I haven't even seen the movie and that was a big spoiler. There's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And they eat some people. Now, how could you see that coming? You just ruined it for everyone. Sorry. Apologize. Hmm. That's made $383 million so far. Cost one seventy to make that. And see, that's not even worldwide. These are These are big hits. Skyscraper not doing as well as they'd hoped. That's too bad. He's going to need a war chest when he runs for president. Uh-huh. There. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. $10 million over the weekend. It's uh, So it's petering out. Hmm. It's made $46.7 million. It cost $125 million to make. Oops. Ouch. Well, don't run the whole movie <clears throat> in, the in the trailer. It's all right there. And don't tell me I uh-huh. haven't seen it. 
Uh-huh. They show way too much in that trailer. The first purge was number eight. That's already made money, a lot of money, because that's what Jason Blum does. Unfriended Dark Web made three million. I don't know what that is. And then Sorry to Bother You uh, in the top ten. Hmm. Hey, you're not bothering me. That's the name of the movie. Oh, sorry. The uh, girls' version of Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eight. Oh, yeah, how's that? Because it only took eight women. It took 11 men because <laughs> the women are so much better than the men. It took three less women to pull this off. Thank you. Am I right? Thank Who's with me? you. $135 million. Looks like that's kind of a hit. It's cost 70 to make. Huh. And then Uncle Drew, which I still like. I, I'd like to see that. It didn't do very well, though. Oh. So. You better go and check that out for did, did we talk about the Thebes? I think we did yeah, last we did. week. Didn't yeah, we? we had fun with that. <clears throat> Talked a little bit about uh, Zyler and Caden Sharp, who are Sweet. they're Thebes. Their parents don't want to, uh, you know, assign gender specificity. I mean, to that's them. a choice for a kid to be. That's making. a choice for a kid to make. You choose. Well, what do you mean? <sighs> Just look what's in my pants. That doesn't tell me anything. That doesn't tell me a thing. Yeah, don't try to oversimplify this, mom. <laughs> Stupid. What a society. Yeah, we're done. I mean, we're pretty much we're it's there. over, right? Yeah, we're done. I think we mentioned, yeah, this is this is the story that once again reminded me that the sound you hear, the clippity clop in the background, oh, yeah. is the fourth horseman of the apocalypse catch it up to the other three as they uh as they gallop through town. I mean, it was a good run, though, America. Yeah, what the heck? We had 242 years. What do you want? I mean, that's more than Jefferson thought, right? Yeah. So He thought you'd have to water the Tree of Liberty with violence, ev- with the blood of the patriots every 25 years. It hasn't oh, been that bad. Thomas Jefferson on Twitter. Now, that would have been... Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would have not gone well. <laughs> or Ben Franklin overnight, like, late night tweet. Those, they would have been without careers (laughs) in a world of Twitter. And of course, George Washington, he would have never tweeted. And like people like Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton would be like, no, no, you got to do this. It's fun. He'd be like, I don't tweet. (laughs) I guess in that respect, I'm the George Washington of my time. (laughs) All right. That's good stuff. No, (laughs) you're right. Yeah, you're there. Can't argue with that. I am not even a founding father. Uh, In a victory for Mayor Kenny and his signature program, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court upheld Philadelphia's controversial tax on soda and other sweetened beverages. In a 4-2 majority opinion, the court found that the city had not violated state law by taxing the distribution of beverages. Opponents of the tax argued that the levy amounted to double taxation because it's passed down to customers... Who already pay sales taxes? Huh? How did that? How did that argument not win? Well, never mind the fact that those customers are paying tax on the income used to go in sure. buy the soda with the sales tax. Right. So you could you could argue it's a triple tax. Yeah. Uh, the ruling provided a more secure future for the one and a half cents per ounce tax, a cent and a half an ounce. That's a serious tax. And supposedly it funds pre-K oh. community schools, oh, okay. improvements to parks, mm-hmm. libraries, and rec centers. Okay. And it ends a case that had been closely watched by other cities since Philadelphia became the first big U.S. city to do this. Now, I, if it's me, I'm taking it to the Supreme Court. That's insanity. 
And But, you know, on the other hand, let them cut off their nose to spite their face. What I understand is that people are going outside the city limits to buy their soda every time. So are you going to pay a cent and a half per... T- so if you're going to go buy a six-pack, that can add up to real money, like a dollar, two dollars more than you would pay if you just crossed the Philadelphia city line. Yeah, I'm terrible at math, but I think that's like around a buck twenty if it's 16 ounces. Right. right? Yeah. Six, you would, yeah. Uh, by the way, New Jersey also thinking about adding a tax uh, up there as well because so great like the tax on soda yeah it's same a, deal i know they're they're, you know they're going to happen they're wanting to tax water tap water oh that's right tap water mm-hmm. because uh, because i mean that's right. what haven't we taxed yet <laughs> let's just we got the grocery bags so now we got to find even other streams of revenue proposals being floated by state senator bob smith who is trying to say it's not actually a tax it's a user fee <laughs> And I'm sure there's no other user fees on the water that you're paying Mm-mm. the city every month. <laughs> it would add 10 cents for every thousand gallons uh, of water that a home uses. He says that will only add $32 a year to the average water bill. Oh, well, then you oh, pay okay, it. Oh, okay, then fine. Then you That's pay fine. it, Bob Smith. <laughs> yes. Pay it on behalf of all of us. <laughs> it's if it's only $32. $32. Jerk. I mean... A tax on tap water, is that not a regressive tax to hurt the poorest among us? Thank you, yeah. If it is only $32, you know, the the wealthy aren't going to care that much. But the poor, that's going to hit them where they live. <sighs> oh, these Democrats oh, are look, Taylor, out of their minds. Taylor just sent me a note. It's uh, $4.32 <clears throat> for every 24-pack. Four thirty-two Of canned sodas. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Oh, I mean, but that's, I mean, it's only $4.32, Pat. So, what is that, double or triple the cost? I mean, how no, much a, does a six pack cost? No, it's a, no, a 24 pack. It's 24 oh, a 24 pack. pack. Yeah. Okay. So, so what would a 24, we will look into this and, and let you know because that is insane. It's grotesque. Wow. All right. Let me tell you about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. I now get vegetables in my diet. Pretty pr- pleased about that. Uh, healthier in the long run, feel better during the course of the day, just provided with more energy, um, keeps my hunger at bay. Every scoop of Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition contains a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, pre and probiotic. They it boosts your immune system. It has antioxidant power, all that great stuff that everybody talks about all the time, but you don't have to eat kale to get it. It's perfect. You just take one scoop, put it into eight ounces of water or whatever drink you really like, a smoothie or a shake, whatever. Sweetens the drink. It's really easy. It tastes great. Trust me. Go to BrickHousePat.com and try Field of Greens today. You'll get 10% off a month's supply when you use the promo code PAT. BrickHousePat.com, promo code PAT. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Network. Uh, somebody 
destroyed the memorial of Chris Murphy, Navy SEAL hero. You might remember him. Marcus Luttrell has talked about him many, many times. One of his best friends uh, that he lost in in that battle in Afghanistan. And uh, uh, he was featured prominently in the movie um, The Last Survivor. So you would think that Marcus, who's really good friend uh, and hero, fellow Navy SEAL, you would think he'd be pretty upset and really want to get um, really want to get this guy. Instead, here's what Marcus Luttrell had to say um, this morning on Fox and Friends. Blew their minds, and in the beginning, when I heard about it, somebody that busted up their memorial. I'm, I'm sure I felt just like you did, Pete. I'm like, I, when you get a hold of the guy, make sure you give me a call so I can come down and hang out with him for a little while. <laughs> but I heard it was a, um, you know, 14 year old boy, and um, and I made a lot of mistakes when I was 14, and uh, I mean, I think we all did. Sometimes when we're coming into our own, becoming a man, we're confused, and some, you know, I know a lot of these millennials are confused about some things, and. Uh, it's tough. Wow. So it's cutting him some slack because he's 14 no. and idiotic. Wow. And and that's actually such a service to Chris Kyle's memory because think about mm. this, though. Um, Chris Murphy. And where he has come from uh, with his anger issues that, that he has dealt with yeah. just on a personal level. And now, and now to see him react like this. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I just think that's incredible. Pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, you don't want to let him off the hook because he's 14, but on the other hand, you know, I guess you, you get him a little slack and hopefully he'll learn from it. Uh, but just a, just a man of honor, Marcus Luttrell. Just never ceases to amaze and, and surprise me. 888 Uh In a follow-up to the much-discussed July 17th, 20, uh, 2017 article condemning an alliance between conservative U.S. Catholics and evangelicals as an ecumenism of hate. Papal confidants, Jesuit father Antonio Spadaro and Presbyterian pastor Marcelo Figueroa have published a new essay in which they criticize the prosperity gospel and its influence on the idea of the American dream. In their latest essay in the influential Rome-based Jesuit journal uh, La Civilita Catolica, uh, the authors argue that the prosperity gospel, which traces its origins to the United States in the late 19th century, views wealth and success as synonymous with true religious conviction, consequently sees poverty, sickness, and unhappiness as a lack of faith. Uh, Spadaro and Figueroa, one is Italian, the other is Argentinian, uh, they chronicle the global embrace of the prosperity gospel movement, which is swept across Asia, Africa, and Latin America. In their essay, however, uh, they specifically identify the origins here in the United States, the American dream, the idea that the country is a place of open opportunity where migrants can pursue the, pros- the prospect of success in ways unreachable in their old world, has been translated into religious belief defined by affluence, they say. Although President Trump's name is only mentioned once in the article's text, along with multiple footnote citations, the two clearly see the current occupant of the Oval Office uh, as 
a person who has, in Pope Francis's words, overshadowed the gospel of Christ. Spadaro and Figueroa offered a shorter critique of the prosperity gospel in last July's essay, blasting prosperous televangelists who mix marketing, strategic direction, preaching, concentrating more on personal success than on salvation or eternal life. So <clears throat> people at the Vatican close to this pope continue to attack um, America rather than focus on some of these oppression oppressive regimes all over the planet. I don't know. Like how about Venezuela? You're one of their home countries. No, it's Argentina. Okay. So Venezuela is nearby. It's just, it's not his home country, but all of these nations have serious, serious problems with oppression and violence and drugs and and all kinds of corruption. Why do they continually think they have to attack the United States and everything it stands for? Yeah, isn't that going to go out of fashion at some point? Because it feels like uh, we've been the punching bag long enough. And, I know. Uh, I thought Obama brought us down to everyone else's level. No, is that not the case? Oh. It is not the case. Okay. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing that they continue and, and the Pope does this too. It seems like we can do no right here. Like we're not offering any opportunity for immigrants who come here. How many immigrants have come here and become very prosperous? A lot. Now, if you come here illegally and you don't speak the language and you don't have any skills and you just accept a life in the supposed shadow, well, then you're not going to excel. Maybe you'll eke out a living and eke out enough that you can send some of it back home and help your relatives survive there. But if you do things the right way, if you come to this country and we know about you and you do it right and you become a citizen or at least a legal resident, there you have a great chance to prosper here. But for some reason, we seem to be the target of the ire of the Vatican on a pretty regular basis. And I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand that. 888 What's your thoughts? More Packer Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Nor does the word freedom. Your Honor. Whoa! Burn. That's powerful. A burn. That's a burn, right? Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 
it's a but it does. It's a lie. Uh, but wow, was that a moment for Ruth Bader Ginsburg hmm. in the upcoming movie? I forget what it's called. I hope a it's bias a- of uh, sex or uh, something to that effect. Wait, what? Bias. That's not catchy at all. Is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, look know. it up. You think it's on my list of things to watch? But here's the uh, dastardly Supreme Court justice. On the basis of sex. On the basis of sex. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. You could tell he hates women, too. Sit down. He hates them. He hates the fact that one was even allowed in his courtroom. Right? How dare you speak to me, a man? About anything. Bailiff, get this Ruth gal out of here. Why am I hearing this chick's voice mm-hmm. when it's not coming from a kitchen? Why? Right? Does she have shoes on? Oh. Somebody get her barefoot now. Mm-hmm. But then oh, she lays the hammer down. Oh. Nor does the word freedom. Your, Your honor. honor. Yeah. Oh, perfect time. For impact, what a yeah. burn! Like she knew the music was coming up. She yeah, was like, she, that's why she was waiting. She was like, "Right, gotta hang on." That music. Wait, wait, wait! Your honor, your honor. Mm. Mm. Nowhere to go with that. Nowhere, except for the fact that yes, the word freedom is in the Constitution. Whatever, it's like the First Amendment. It's like you can't. You have yeah, to really buried. be looking for it's it. It's buried. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm serious. If you hear that line at the you know water cooler or at the Thanksgiving table, you you know you're dealing with someone who uh, doesn't read books. <laughs> it's kind of like the same feeling you get when you get an email from someone with an AOL.com address. You're like, oh boy, so they're not trying. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Sorry. join us in last century, uh, let alone <laughs> this century. I don't know. It's uh, amazing. It's amazing. Don't let movies be your history. Neither does the word freedom. freedom. Your Honor. Mm. Wow. That's a showstopper. I hope the movie ends right there because that's as powerful as it gets. Am I right? 888-933-93. Also, uh, emotions flared the other night as protesters tried to uh, push a vice mayor from his position. His name is um, Ted Hickman. And for the first time since publishing an article called, get this, mm. Straight Pride American Month, uh, people got a chance to tell him just how they feel about his hateful rhetoric. Now, is there gay pride appreciation? month? Of course. Yes, there is. You can't be proud if you're straight. You must be ashamed. Aren't you ashamed? I'm ashamed that I. I mean, you're supposed to be so ashamed that you become homosexual. I believe. I think that's the new be so general feeling. Yeah. So upset with your heterosexuality that you do everything you can to become homosexual. Mm-hmm. Um, he started the meeting off by saying he did not give up his First Amendment rights when he became an elected official. Still, some argued that this goes beyond free speech. And they demanded his resignation. Some at least want, a, want an apology, but neither of them happened. Uh, his word, his written words, sparked an international outrage. 
but his spoken words fell short of an unforgiving crowd as Dixon's uh, vice mayor admitted to having just one regret about his controversial column. If I were to rewind time and write the column again, I would not use the words sarcastically or not of vice mayor because I see that may be unacceptable to some. That's all I have to say. And then he was done. So he didn't offer an apology. Residents of the city, like Alex Lopez, said, I care for you, Mr. Hickson. I care about what you say, about what you write, about what you do. So I ask you to do something good for the community and resign. So he called for a straight pride month and apparently used derogatory language to describe gay men in a local paper. Um, Liam Porner said, I kept reading and thought this can't be real. They don't say exactly. Yeah, what did he say? That's what I want to know. They now. don't say anything about what was what derogatory thing he said about homosexuals. But what he did was, you know, I mean, how many times have people used this as a way to say, okay, why is, for instance, why is there a Black History Month? There is no White History Month. Why can there be black colleges, but there can't be white colleges? Why is there a gay pride month, but you can't have straight pride month? Why can La Raza be the race, literally translated to the race, but if you were to say that as a white person, you're a white supremacist? It's that double standard, and it's kind of interesting that he tried to expose that, and for some reason that's lost on everybody. They want him to resign because he actually suggests, suggested there be a straight Pride Month. <laughs> so this is Strange, where he... Strange, isn't it? Okay, so it looks like he said, uh, don't get me wrong, I support the First Amendment as much as the next person. Mm-hmm. And support the rights of grown men to wear skin-tight short shorts and go-go boots and don Tinkerbell wings with wand and prance down the streets of San Francisco. Wait, oh. is that disparaging? Because isn't that... <laughs> A fact has haven't we seen exactly that description played out? <laughs> the answer is yes. We've seen exactly that uh, description played out. Yeah. Oh, well, if it's so offensive, why are you doing it? Yeah. Hmm. Of course, he knew he was going to stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah. So, so he did. But it's just interesting to me. You know, we're in an area now where. If you're on the left, you can pretty much say and do whatever you want. If you're on the right and you call attention to it and you try to call attention to it in a powerful way, eh, you're going to be bludgeoned to death. Yeah, you might even be, eventually, this could lead, I would think, to prison. People are just going to, nope, there's no place for that in our society. You're going to jail. (laughs) Then you've got a real, you got a real issue. 888-933-93. A Minnesota congressman. Do you know who uh, Jason Lewis is? Yeah. Uh, oh, talk, show talk show host. host. Yeah. yeah. Is he in politics now? He's, he's, yeah, he's been a congressman since oh. 2012, I think. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, he has been under fire for a week or two for some comments he made as a radio host. Uh-oh. Many years ago. Well, see, that'll learn you to go from radio into politics, because it's all I, on tape. 
What happened? He mused about. Do you remember the? Okay, you remember the um, Sandra Fluke situation. Sandra <laughs> Fluck, yes, Fluke, whatever her name was. Yep. Okay, so he was he was wondering why he couldn't call a woman a slut for her sexual behavior. Um, and that was such a bad thing. He said, uh, that's what you're supposed to be in defending himself. That's what you're supposed to do on talk radio. And if you're provocative when you do it, well, that's part of the job. I presume, you know, the people that are running with this story are looking for ratings as well. So it's kind of sad that it's come back to this, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It'll be interesting to see if he survives this because if you remember correctly, what brought that on was she claimed that it cost $4,000 a year for her roommate to buy condoms every year. We're like, okay, well, wow, that's a lot of condoms. That's a lot going on in that dorm room. Mm-hmm. And I think we came up with like three or five times a day to have to use that many condoms. Uh, so she was talking about her roommate. He wasn't talking about herself. I I think he was talking because she was talking about the roommate when she really? when she appeared when she testified. Oh, you could look up who her roommate was because I mean <laughs> that's something you could identify. Just look at records or whatever. Seriously, I didn't know she threw her roommate under the. So he bus. he asks this question. Well, the thing is, can we call anybody a slut? This is what begs the question. Take this woman out of it. Take Rush out of it because Rush called her that. Um, does a woman now have the right to behave? And I know there's a double standard between the way men chase women and running and running around. You know, I'm not going to get get there, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he was even trying to couch it back then. Huh. Uh, used to be that women were held to a little bit of a higher standard. We required modesty from women. Now, are we beyond the days where a woman can behave like that and you still can't call her that? So he used to fill in for Rush, if you remember correctly. Yeah. And I'm sure he was defending Rush's words. And uh, and so now everybody's digging up everything from people's past and trying desperately. They did the same thing to that uh, relief pitcher who made the All-Star team. He, he's 24 now. When he was 17, he Don't tweeted some things that were considered racist. Well, yeah. Uh, is it Justin Hader? Josh Hader, I believe. Josh Hader. So are you, are you, is everybody going to have stuff from their past dredged up on Twitter and they're going to be held responsible for it today? And with uh, Jason Lewis, I'm sure you could go through the tapes of his shows and find, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. And, and, and somebody out there, that's their job. Their job Mm -hmm. is to go listen to every show that he has ever done. Figure and see if out. you can get him yep. out. I don't care if I can look on YouTube, find us a clip that we can use against him mm-hmm. uh, in election season. And um, in, in the, the current uh, issue is the Me Too movement. So somebody was given that assignment, um, you know, probably whoever was uh, running against him or the groups that were backing uh, his opponent and said, mm-hmm. all right, it's the Me Too movement time. So we need you to pay special attention uh, for stuff he said about women. And that's how we got this tape. And so now he's got to answer for something he said back in 2012 when he was a radio talk show host. He's not saying it in office now, but that won't matter to anybody. They'll just 
<laughs> just try to persecute him with this. It's it's kind of interesting because it almost proves the point. Was it a Facebook executive or a Twitter executive? Maybe it was even Mark Zuckerberg himself who said, eventually kids are going to have to change their name because of all the things they posted on Facebook. Yeah. People are going to have to change their names. Because even when you delete all your posts, they're still there for somebody, right? You can still find them. Yeah. Uh, there there are some websites that kind of log that stuff. I particularly like the ones that, that log the, uh, the uh, politicians, particularly. But mm-hmm. James Gunn, ask him about deleting tweets that James come back. James Gunn is the perfect example because, wow. Mm. He apparently started trying to delete... A bunch of tweets last night. Was it 10,000 tweets or something? Over the weekend, yeah. 10,000 tweets. He's the Guardian, if you're not familiar, he's Guardians of the Galaxy director. And uh, apparently he's got a lot of tweets in his past hmm. where he sounds like a pedophile. Sure does. Uh, he retweeted, I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place. Shh. Oh, good gosh. I mean... Okay, and then he goes on. Just weird, man. To other disgusting scenarios. Mm-hmm. Keep a special eye on baby Groot. Make sure that he's protected. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> just, say, just saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of these things. Yeah, you can't even. You, I know. I'm. I'm. Can't even read them. If you can actually read any of these, I mean, it's just not good. Or okay, okay. When you're wow. in a um. Hotel shower that has low water pressure. I remember one of these tweets. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you want to tweet about the low water pressure. What's the furthest thing from your mind um, that you want to try to create this analogy? For me, it would be the urine stream pressure of a three-year-old child. But for James but Gunn, that's, that's what he went to that's where in explaining went. the water pressure in his hotel shower. I mean, so what? needless to say, Disney has fired him now because he couldn't delete these tweets fast enough. It, it's surprising that they were still there as of the weekend. And you left him there that long? Uh, hello? I think he got tired of just like looking up keywords and stuff. He's like, wow. you know what? I'm just destroying. I'm deleting my whole account, which he eventually did. Jeez. That's amazing. 888-933-93, a bomb shot lip balm. If you have chapped lips, if you struggle with sunburned lips, like Wayne, the founder of Bomb Shot, did. In fact, his got so bad, he got cancer on his lower lip. Had to have it removed and replaced. Uh, so it was a really frustrating experience for him because he the, the, the lip balm itself was inferior, and the case it was in was really inferior so when you put it in your pocket to use it all day, it just winds up a gooey mess inside your pocket at the end of the day. So he was tired of that. And he created this in this really cool-looking shotgun shell-type uh, container and great lip balm that will keep your uh, lips protected. And it's really affordable. Plus, this is all being done in the United States of America. Hmm. Great American guy Great American company, American employees, uh, and it's right there in Boise, Idaho. Balmshot Lip Balm. For Blaze listeners only, they've got a really special offer. Go to balmshot.com, use the promo code PATH, and when you buy the two-pack, you'll get a third free. When you buy the four-pack, you'll get a a fourth free, and so on. Or when you buy the four-pack, you get a fifth free. 
When you buy a six-pack, though, then they throw in this really handsome bomb shot logo baseball hat. So you buy six, you get the free hat. Plus, he throws in free shipping. Just awesome. Great deal. You're going to love this stuff. Everybody who's tried it absolutely loves it. Bombshot.com. Promo code PAT. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com. Bombshot.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network, and you can listen anywhere. Download the free app for your iPhone or iPad now at theblaze.com slash radio. Bringing you the real Israel. This is a way to bring yourselves to the position where you can start negotiating rather than getting to the previous rounds of negotiations where the Palestinians were expected to give up on something but ended up saying no and getting rewarded, where Israelis said yes and ended up getting penalized. How would you incentivize Palestinian involvement in negotiating? Would they even be involved? I don't want to incentivize them. Check out Zion News at theblaze.com slash radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. I think the most agonizing thing of the day was... Um, when Jeffy walked in here? Yeah, okay. So second most agonizing... We've got to be accurate here. ...is uh, Michelle vote now, the Michelle Obama thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> think of this. If they get... You know, if they activate those 4 million 18-year-olds oh, turning right. 18 before the vote, mm-hmm. that is going to be a problem. <laughs> That's because they've all been nicely indoctrinated in their, you know, cute little social justice global warming world. Oh, that's going to be agonizing. Look out. Uh, this is kind of fun, though. A Russian warship carrying $133 billion worth of gold has been discovered off the coast of South Korea. So a South Korean marine exploration company claimed to have discovered the Dmitry Donskoy, an armored cruiser built for the Imperial Russian Navy in the 1880s. And it was apparently transporting a cargo of gold worth an estimated $133 billion in today's dollars. Nice. It was sunk, I think, by a Japanese ship, right? Uh, and so it was designed as a commerce raider and fitted with both a set of sails and a coal-fired engine. The ship spent most of its career operating in the Mediterranean and Far East, was de- deployed to Imperial Russia's 2nd Pacific Squadron after the Japanese fleet destroyed the majority of Russia's naval power. Um, so then they deployed this one and they sunk this one too. <laughs> the squadron was intercepted by the Japanese fleet in May 1905, decimated at the Battle of Shishima, assigned to protect the transport ships Whoops. at the rear of the formation. They managed to evade the attacking force, but was later intercepted, steaming for the Russian port of Vladivostok. Uh, so it went down, containing 5,500 boxes of gold bars. Oh as well as a separate haul of 200 
tons of gold coins. Oh. Wow. That's that's a good haul. So now the South Korean exploration company is claiming some of it, but I think they've already reached a deal with Russia in that, you know, this was theirs originally and everybody knows it because it's on a Russian ship. Mm. So they've they've already pledged a certain percentage to Russia uh, and they're going to keep some of it. And the name of the ship is the Dmitry Donskoy? Donskoy. Mm-hmm. I looked him up. Yeah. Yeah, so he was the first uh, prince of <clears throat> Moscow that openly challenged Mongol authority in Russia back in the uh, 1300s. So he stood up to the uh, Mongols. Uh, the, the, Mongols the Mongolians. The Mongolians there. Mm-hmm. What was the era of, uh, of Genghis Khan that, uh, that Kerry told us about? Hmm? That... They raided villages in a fashion reminiscent of yeah. Genghis Khan. What's that era in world history? Uh, before now. It uh, was sometime before 1227, now. 1227. He died in 1227. So this is shortly after Genghis Khan. That Yeah, you're not going to challenge him. So, But then shortly after he died, then this, uh, this guy, Dmitry Donskoy, who the ship is named after, went and stood up to the Mongols. That's the second major uh, treasure they have found recently. There was another one that was... Along these lines, too. Really? I am trying to think of where they, where that one went down, and and they haven't they haven't extracted all the stuff from that one either. Is that one off South America? I think so. Uh, I, seems to be, is it like there's in, two gigantic finds yeah. though? Leads you to believe that maybe there's a lot more that we don't even know about. Man, we need to go. Okay, if so what are we going to do? We have the equipment and the know-how. So what do you want to do? Do you want to start like a YouTube channel to uh-huh. retire early on, or do you want to go like for a dive <laughs> into a, you know, a boat? What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm thinking neither one of them probably bring me the riches <laughs> that I'd like to have, but uh, the YouTube channel is a little bit easier. Uh, I'm just too lazy to go searching for the treasure. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking. I'm trying to find that other sunken ship. No, shoot, that's the one Russia there. All right, well, we're we did have this. another story about yeah. right, and then, boy, here's a but this would be an interesting article: shipwrecks. Who owns the treasure hidden under the sea? That's a BBC story there. I would say if it was Russia's, then it's hard to make the point it isn't theirs now. Okay, isn't but it? where where did it go down? It went. Did it go down in international waters? Did it go down on? In other words, if 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 someone tosses gold into your backyard, yeah, that's your gold. Right? No? Finders keepers. If we go by that uh, a theory, then, yeah, it's. I guess it's the South Koreans. I don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We'll We'll noodle this out and let you know our yeah. decision tomorrow. We're, well, we're not going to be here tomorrow. We're going to be uh, looking for gold on oh, right. sunken ships. Right, because that'll really pay off. No, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, so we will uh, see you tomorrow, same time and, and place, here on Packer Unleashed. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.